The name is on the front. Kick your heels up the front. Kick your name up the front. Kick your name up the front. Come on now. The name is right on the front. Come on, everybody, front. Yeah, 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 yeah. You say you will. Come on, chat it up, Mike. Hey, you will. Brando to Brando. Hey, you will. Come on and shout. Yeah, shout name is on the front. The name is where front. Where's the name? The name is on the front. You got the name. It's on the front now. You got the name. It is on the front. The name's on the front. The name's on the front. The name is on the front. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. I had to add the Bills in there because that's their song. That's their touchdown song. Right. And that's why I did it, because NFL is coming back today. A nice minute and a half nice. intro so there. Nobody's still watching. No. But. We'll just fast forward <laughs> it. Start me halfway through. Yeah. Go, you. Uh, yeah, so Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, follow us all on there. It's name on the front. Uh, you could be the 36th subscriber right now if you subscribe to us on YouTube. That's a huge number. So I don't know. Who's your favorite number 35 in sports history um, for our 35 subscribers? A lot of great 35s out there. Yeah, there's 36 so many, is the more important. There's That's, so many. To all right. favorite. Who's your favorite 36? Marcus Smart? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Dimitri Yuskevich? Right. Is Marcus Smart 36? I think he is. Isn't, yeah, he is. Uh, Jerome Bettis? Bergeron's yeah. 38, I think. That's what I was looking at. Yeah. I was like, there's a lot. I thought Bergeron was 36. All right. That's a Boston number. Anyways, mm-hmm. some great 36s. We also, big news, uh, we're launching a new website this week. You're going to go there for all. It's uh, thefrontpage.ca. Well, Michael flash that on the screen for you there. Uh, we're going to have all your greatest no sports content. Written articles, the great, the, the great, the, the greatest. <laughs> uh, yeah, inf- uh, world famous sports takes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what you come here for. Yeah. Now you can read them too. Mm-hmm. So frontpage.ca, check it out. Also, and coming out the same time as this week's episode, we'll get, we're gonna have uh, NFL picks. We'll have NFL picks on a weekly basis, separate video, mm-hmm. and we'll be uh, game breakdowns. Are we gonna be keep? We're gonna be keeping track of our like total our, our records, right? It's like, See who knows the NFL the best. It's going to be an intense competition. Maybe we'll put our Jays record thing up there. I think I'm already out, but. Uh, yeah, I think you're eliminated yeah. from that. Yeah, so we'll, but maybe we'll have somebody break down the percentages of who's more likely to Dude, win. Dude, I've been, I've been counting down the losses. I'm like, I can only, we can only lose three more times <laughs> for me to be right. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm so nervous. Yeah, but you're still going to, you still got quite a, uh, few to be closest i know but i want to be right yeah that's the thing that's gonna be tough yeah it's gonna be really tough yeah like i don't think it's gonna happen but um who knows huge week in sports yeah like this is where like i'm like we gotta start doing two a weeks because there's (laughs) way too much fucking shit that we didn't cover like the og shot feels like three weeks ago. yeah it's crazy it's like (laughs) yeah i think in like yeah was the whole like when we last when we recorded last was that was the day of game one I think the the last time we recorded was the day of the OG shot was it yeah mm-hmm. oh they were down yeah. to nothing when we recorded yeah okay yeah okay That's yeah because pretty we were, crazy a we lot were down in the then. dumps yeah yeah well um 
because we were talking about doing an emergency cast the next day. That's but right. Then mm-hmm. me, but then me and Aaron got too drunk. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that got went out the window. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was sitting. In, right. I was sitting at the news desk ready to go, but Mike just wasn't ready. <laughs> so I mean, whatever. I mean, I was gonna get you guys an episode, but yeah, uh, yeah. So I guess maybe we we'll have one Friday. Briefly. Yeah. Talk. I'd be down for that. Friday or Saturday. Yeah. Saturday would be. Oh, good. after the tomorrow. Yeah. Well, game seven. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or just like what. Like, we don't have to do a full episode. Like, we can do, like, what we're doing with our picks. We'll just have, like, a, like, reaction. Yeah. yeah. So, we're going to have a separate video yeah. of our NFL picks on the YouTube channel, too. So, look yeah. out for that. That'll be there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, we, yeah. I think I already said that. Did but, you? Well, it's... Yeah, yeah he just did. You got to reiterate, man. You yeah. just got to drive no, yeah, things Yeah, drive home. it That's into their heads. They're radio 101. They're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> for all you idiots. idiots out there yeah. who don't understand anything, there will be a separate video... For NFL picks mm-hmm. on the YouTube channel, which you have to subscribe to, so you don't have to go looking for it. Don't be stupid like the rest of them. Subscribe. Yeah, be thirty-six. Come Number on, thirty-six. Boys and girls. All right, let's get into this because we've already we've just wasted five minutes. <laughs> All right, well, not, I don't think it was a waste. I think it was we'll, a lot. We'll of break fun. down the OG shot yeah. first, I guess. That was the craziest play I've ever seen a Toronto sports team. Do. Yep. Uh, well, I would say the quiet shot is crazier, but I think just I don't think so. Not. No, this is this you was may? more like that. This was this more, more unlikely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like this well. was just like I had quit. I, Mike yeah. knows. I was. <laughs> yeah. I came to this table where the you can't see it, but we have a green room behind the camera, filled with couches. That's where we usually watch TV, uh, in the green room. So we were sitting on those couches, and then once Kemba made that pass to t- yeah, to Tice, Tice I was like. It's 0.5 seconds left. It's over. I came and sat down here, and since uh, our our TV was a little bit behind the regular feed, I look on Twitter because that's where I go to drown my sorrows, and it says at the top, like, 104, 103 Raptors. And I'm like, wait a second. And I didn't want to spoil anything, but I just had this huge grin on my face. And Mike's like, what did you see? And I just <laughs> and will... I put my face in the pillow and just started giggling. <laughs> Like, like something's so, coming. But I still didn't. So I got in my group chat with my buddies in Calgary. They were like, that was sick. Like, what a pass. Unbelievable. And I was like, why are you guys so excited about that Kemba Walker pass? To yeah, like, right. you traitors. Right? Like, I was like, I, yeah, I get it. It was nice. But, like, I don't understand why they're so excited. And then I see him giggle. But then I was like, oh, he's getting excited because Taco Falls go checking into the No, game. that wasn't it. And I was, like, in denial of not accepting that, like, you just spoiled something for me. <laughs> <laughs> and then like but right, i really right before, didn't want to spoil right it, it was happened just i was emotion. like oh we score we yeah. score here yeah. like i didn't want it i didn't want to spoil it that's why i put my head in the cook because i was like i couldn't contain myself yeah i was like what like i was de- i was done and i, I was drunk i still so enjoy like, i still enjoyed it yeah i yeah. Jumped, i like hurt my arm fist pumping so much after that happened mm. i was fucking jacked Dude, up last night how many times like i was running around the room during overtime. oh i was yeah like, i was sweating it was back and forth mm-hmm. just like we'd hit a three they'd hit a fucking three then we'd like oh man it's taking a toll on me for sure yeah. but i think just back to that og shot a little bit just what a i don't know if it's an incredible play call by nick nurse to draw that up because i guess apparently the celtics in situations like that they always go zone why All year we, long, they've gone yeah. into zone. So I guess just to sneak OG into the corner like that. Well, t- they, like Tatum just didn't follow him. Yeah, they, he crashed. I thought it was the... Jalen Brown. Well, Tatum was, was originally like, Tatum on was it. on OG at when they started the play. But a zone, wouldn't he have to do the yeah. switch? So I guess t- Jalen so Brown just didn't rotate properly. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. or they like tried to crash at the top of the the arc. But yeah. 
It just, yeah, unbelievable shot. And the, the like, Kyle Lowry put it in the only spot he could have put it that for was, OG to have the, enough time to get the shot off. Like, OG, when you, if you watch that pass, from the time Lowry lets it go, OG doesn't move his hands. And no, it lands, he, it's, it's insane. And it's right in the perfect spot where he can go right into his shot. Yeah, and it lands. And that's the only way he would have got that shot yeah. off. That was just, it was a ridiculous play. Over Dude, a guy you, who's eight feet tall. If you too. watch it, like, if you watch it from the back angle, it almost looks, looks like he, like, he, like, pushes it. Yeah. It's like, it's like he, the perfect, like, the only way that shot could have worked is, like, how he did it. And another crazy it was thing. crazy. I'm sure you guys saw this, but this probably couldn't have happened in, if they were in a, yeah, I saw fans that. in the stadium because of how far back Lowry was Yeah, because as soon as Taco Fall came out there, Lowry took a step back. To give himself more room, right. and if they were in a regular stadium, there were like Drake would be sitting. He'd be sitting in Drake's lap, yeah. trying to throw the pass. And Drake would have like said that he made the pass. <laughs> he like was part of it. Yeah, he's. Oh, yeah, I, Drake I would, actually drew. He was that. whispering in his ears like, "Oh, geez, open." Yeah. <laughs> Drake would have been on the court if that. <laughs> oh, OG, that was in Toronto. Or I guess that would have been in Boston. The but. I think the best part of it all is just the like the swagger of oh. OG Ananobi. Doesn't Selly ice cold after the game. He was Richard Kuklinski. He almost levels. got mad at the question. Like they were like, "Why were you not celebrating?" He like he was like angry. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, because I expect to make it. Yeah. I don't shoot to miss. I don't shoot trying yeah. to miss." He's like, was... Why are you asking cool. me stupid questions? Honestly, if OG got arrested and it came out that he was like an assassin, <laughs> yeah, like I'd believe it. Yeah. I'd be like, "Yeah, I mean, he's fucking cold blooded, like Richard Kuklinski." Yeah, and right. his response, the they'd be at, interviewing him outside of the courthouse, and he'd be like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a killer. I don't shoot trying to miss. <laughs> Look in my yeah, eyes. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, what do you think I would do for a living? I I hurt my leg. I can't play basketball anymore. I'm cold-blooded. <laughs> so, so this is what I had to do. All right, I don't even really remember what happened in Game 4. Well, Game 4, we that was the best like, game, four we, like, game we played. We controlled yeah. it. Like, we were up the whole game. Yeah. Like, it, was, it felt like by we like were five. the Celtics. Yeah, but that's what the Celtics have done to us every single game. It's like, well, they beat us by like thirty. Oh, I know, but like, <laughs> yeah, but like the, two. in the two of the in the two of the games, other than game one, because we'll just sweep that under the rug. It was like we're with you, but like we we never passed them. Even last night, we passed them yeah, with like I I was passed them like twice maybe, and then we just held it. Game was five was the this. worst, I think. Well, for me, it, I feel like this is maybe the most one-sided series I've ever seen that is going to seven games. Yeah. Like, we just, we, yeah, I'm going to, we don't deserve to be in seven. Let's, I'm going to try and the way we've shot, be as unbiased as I can. Although, we're, we've been the worst, we're the worst team this whole series. Yeah. Like things are coming we don't, way harder for us and than we they are for them. Yeah. And it's, and we're not playing Raptor basketball, which is why I'm so confident for game seven, because we've still got, we got here not playing our game. And do you, and I think it is a mixture of, like, how good they play defensively, but it's also, like, we're not making shots. And I know, like, I know, like, at the end of the day, like, if it happens five ga- six games in a row or five, five of the six games that you, we're not making shots, it has you have a to lot more to do. to the other team. Exactly. It has a yeah. lot more to do with the defense. But Fred missing all of these wide-open threes, it's just, like, uncharacteristic of him. Like that, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. Like I think the one, the one person that you can say, okay, this is all the Boston D is Siakam. I don't think Siakam's playing poorly. I think they just f- have figured him out. The one and Jalen Brown is just outclassing him. He well, yeah, Jalen Brown is proving he's opening my he's, eyes yeah. to like how fucking good he is. Like um, I, I didn't, I didn't think he was that good. I thought, I thought he was good because I knew he went what top five in the NBA draft. Yeah, but he was like. 
Yeah, I think he went fourth. Right? He almost like they. You, I, I thought this coming into the series. I was like, it's like Tatum and Kemba Walker. Like Jalen Brown's pretty good too, but it's like a legit like three headed monster. Yeah, like they have three guys who are all star. All stars, yeah, mm-hmm. and then they and then Gordon, Mark, Hayward. Gordon Hayward is yeah, not even playing. playing, and then Marcus Smart, who's just Marcus Smart, like, kill him. Every he's, he's a raptor he's killer. A poor, poor man's Kyle Lowry. Yeah, like he he's nowhere near as good as he would. He's the guy who, if he's on your team, you love him, and you would hate him if he's not on your team. I kind of love him. <laughs> he, 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 I like, like I'm respect. Not gonna lie. Him. I respect I'm not, him. I'm not gonna lie. He was like, getting a little annoyed. Like he was flopping around so like much. Like the flop at the end of the game. Yeah. Oh, and but the one Kemba, on just the one. Kemba, on... But Kyle does that shit. Too, he does. Yeah. Kyle does that. Kemba shit. bothers me more with his flopping. To be honest, Kemba. Oh, I think Marcus Smart's like the worst yeah. flopper in the league. The one know. thing though, with I remember the... seeing it like two games ago. Kemba like doing that like that like flailing shit after he throw after he throw up a shot. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll show like, you nobody some Nobody touched you. But maybe you might be more annoyed because with Marcus Smart, everyone is like, "Oh, Marcus Smart's doing that again." With yeah. Kemba, they're like, "Oh, what a superstar." Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so yeah. you're like, this is more annoying. Yeah, so they don't yeah, they don't call Kemba out. And I again, guess it, yeah, that might be. It's probably very similar to Lowry, but I think the one thing with Marcus Smart is that he he does all the same things as Lowry. He's just more of a dick about it almost is the way to the phrase it cuz like when Lowry does it, it's like a crafty veteran. That's that might be that, that could might be, be your Toronto. Toronto. You're right. That's You're right. But he doesn't right? like, like. That's perception. I'm sure other teams think, think Lowry's a dick. Sometimes. I think Lowry. Gets, I think all every team hates Lowry. I think yeah. most times Which Lowry. Makes me like him yeah. more. Lowry will get hit and like accentuate the hit. Whereas like Marcus Smart will like. May, I don't know. Maybe this is again his bias. But Marcus Smart makes something out of nothing well, more often. Part than of Lowry that does. probably is the fact that Lowry's just better. You're right. So yeah. he he is probably actually getting fouled a lot more than Marcus Smart. Lowry's also bouncier. So like. He'll bounce off of people and just that cushion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going for a joke. And it no, I, I... It's okay. No, it's okay, guys. I, you, a, you have to hold me accountable for horrible jokes. This series has been a, a roller coaster. Like, obviously, started horrible. Just didn't come through. We get the highs with the, the OG shot, then the Game 4 win. Game 5, a cr- crushing low that again. Was, I know we said this after Game 1, too. It was You knew that game was over probably 15 minutes. Well, yeah. guys, the way I look at it is every single time... The Raptors have won the title. We've had to go to double overtime <laughs> yeah, to beat it. To beat a team. The last yeah. time we went to double yeah. OT, everything turned around. Yeah. This is like a, that's what happens, guys. That's the Raptors. Like that's yeah, it's just like, the, like Raptor basketball. It's a double OT win that you don't mm-hmm. feel good about after. It's yeah. the You're Bucks. Like, and we had to do everything we had to squeak by. Mm-hmm. How are we going to beat this team in the next game? And, and then, then we, we just dominate. Them. Yeah. So let's dominate. <laughs> so that's, <It's> the, <laughs> that's the way I look at it. The Bucks and Sixers series rolled into one. You have the miracle shot. In the beginning of the series, and mm-hmm. then you have the double OT down to nothing. We're being up against the wall. Yeah, we're being everything. more efficient this time. Or double, yeah. We're doing it all in one series. So next series, we can just blow out Miami. Yeah. yeah. That's the way it's working. Right? Well, yeah. So that game, that, that, that I'm still so scared. Well, there's like, no reason. There's no like, reason. There's for no me to logical think... reason for anyone to think the Raptors are going to win Game Seven, except for the fact that this team is just you. Just, they don't go away. Don't count them out. Don't that's underestimate the, only... the heart of a champion. Yeah, that's, that's the only thing you can point to. Mm-hmm. All signs point to that Boston is the better team. Mm-hmm. That they have the Raptors numbered. That they're going to win Game Seven. But mm-hmm. you, this I don't know. There's something about this Raptors team that like I will. I'm just going to ride with them to the end yeah. until I see them actually get eliminated. For sure. I mean, I would have done that regardless, but like. But I would have done just... it with like, even in the back of my mind, like knowing they're going to lose. I don't know that just because of. Yeah. The, you're you're saying, yeah, you're saying like, even if we, even if, yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I'm going to ride with the Leafs, but like, mm-hmm. I know they're going to lose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're going to lose. See, my problem is like, I convince myself that we're not going <laughs> to lose with the Leafs. The Leafs are my. 
I revert back to like a ki- a child. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm watching the Leafs, okay, like but it doesn't you know take I mean? like as much weird. convincing yeah. Yeah, with yeah. with the Raptors. Yeah. Yeah. Not enough. Not as much mental gymnastics that yeah. I have to do to convince myself. I guess. Yeah. That makes sense. So, the game yesterday, game six, maybe one of the greatest basketball games of all time. Just. There's a little bit of Toronto like, sports bias there, but I, just no. I was on Twitter at a few points, like a during lot of the people game, were saying and people best of the bubble at least. Yeah, it's hard to judge like how great a game is when you're cheering for one of the teams. Yeah, because you're, you're just like living and dying with you're, everything. You're nervous. You're. I couldn't appreciate how good this game was because I was fucking like a mess. The yeah, whole time. exactly. That's what you mean. Yeah. But when you're watching two teams that you don't care about, that's when you're like, oh, this yeah. game's crazy. Watching those Nuggets jazz right. series, yeah. like that series was fucking crazy. And, and I was like, holy shit. And that's what it seemed like a lot of people yeah. on Twitter who didn't have a rooting interest were like talking about yesterday. Like this game is wild. Like yeah. it's just back and forth. Like it looks yep. like Raptors are going to win and the Celtics do something. 100%. Yeah. I like, I still personally think that, I mean, it. the thing about the Nuggets-Jazz series, right, for comparing it to this game, is, like, they had three of them in a row. Yeah. So, to me, those are all, like, one. Yeah. So, like, for me, like, that series is still the best because, like, trading 40-point games, like, the, it's point guard on point guard. Nobody else is, like, really stepping up and, like, like it was like a, it was like those old-fashioned, like, Bert, like, I mean, obviously, I didn't watch those, but, like, those old-fashioned, like, you versus me, like, mm-hmm. whoever the better player is, their yeah, team's going to win. It's, like, just bo- two guys putting, like, teams yeah. on their backs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that, to me, is, like, just entertaining as hell, especially when I'm not – I don't have a rooting interest. Yeah, this dude. one was almost, did, like, but the, I, I, the yeah. opposite. Like, no one was really putting the team – it was, like, two teams, like, who uh, couldn't – Two defenses. I mean, I know we can talk about Kyle Lowry, but, like <laughs> – it was too – there was no, like, star dominating Jalen Brown was yeah. unbelievable yesterday. Jalen Brown's thing, though, is he doesn't, like – He doesn't pop, like, but he, he doesn't, like, he's got 31 points. Yeah, he's never, like, the focal point. Yeah. He'll be, like, Tatum he's, will he's drive like, and kick it out to Brown. He's corner threes yeah. or, like, oh. steals on the he's breakaway. The proto, like, he's, like, the premier 3 and D guy in Those the corner right threes now, were making me, like, rip my hair out. Oh, yeah, the, the – yeah. I think it was three or four. Just at the wide start open. Of, yeah, the three or four in the yeah. fourth quarter. Yeah. Just like I was like, caught the lead to just put someone out there. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't understand what defense well, you're doing always, enough. It was always like Tatum creating like that. Mm-hmm. We that's where they're at the advantage. We don't have a guy who can do that. It, and it would be great if Siakam could because he has the ball. He's the just whole so time. he gets it in the post and it's just like it's, it's so a, slow. A, it's like a name. It takes him. Yo, CJ McCollum tweeted out during the game. Like, at K-Lau, stop passing to Buddy. And then <laughs> then in brackets, Buddy is Pascal Siakam. <laughs> I, was, I, was like, like a, I was like, I yikes. totally, that I is totally savage. agree. Yeah. yeah, that is pretty nuts. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, because Siakam, he's just been the focal point of the offense. And then they just keep banging their head against the wall, trying, just hoping he, something is going to pop with him. And is it just it, hasn't he's yet. So he's so predictable when yeah, he has the ball. He's, got the, he's just the way the too one, predictable. The one post move. Or a pull-up three. Actually, he, was, he wasn't doing that very much last and game. And it does. Every once in a while, it works. But then I feel like that gives him false confidence. Like, he's like, oh, I'm just going to keep going to the well. But I don't, like, at this point, I don't think it's him doing it. I think it's, like. Nurse is calling the Yes, and I think, I think the Raptors are behind that, too. Like, the team, because they, well, they I think need they it. realize, they like, we, if we, if we want to win a title, we need a game breaker. Yeah. And you're the guy who, you're the one who has the skill set to do it. But it Maybe he doesn't. Kyle, and it's like, and Kyle's Kyle, our game breaker now. Kyle, but Kyle's exhausted at this point. Like he can't do it 
all Ky- the time. Kyle, and he needs... he's doing what he needs to do, and he knows what he needs to do, but he's not that guy that you just go to, like, yeah. every possession. Like, we need a basket, go to him. He'll... He does those like pull up threes. That one post movie did at the end was on insane. The Kemba? Yeah. The one yeah. on Kemba. That yeah. was where Stephen A. Smith it? pointed it out. He was like, he was like, um, Jason Tatum made it, or was it Tatum? Or was it, no, it was Marcus Smart. He was like, Marcus Smart uh, made a mistake there because Kemba and Smart switched mm-hmm. on that, def- on that uh, defensive possession. So like, Marcus Smart all game was like guarding Kyle Lowry. Yeah. And then on that switch, like, I don't know if that was a mistake or if that, or if they were supposed to be doing that, but like on that switch, Kyle, like Steve A was like, immediately you could see Kyle being like, okay, I'm shooting. Yeah. Now. yeah. Every chance he got, he was yeah. going at Kemba in that game. Yeah. Cause Kemba can't guard him. Mm-hmm. Um, so the crazy good, thing, good shout out Stephen A. If you're watching this, Marcus <laughs> smart, like even when he's a, ends up on Siakam, like see, he's Siakam tries to post him up, and he, he can't, can't do anything. Yeah. And Marcus Smart's like 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, well, Lowry's like that too, right? Like, yeah. They're just, just like can't bullies post those in guys the post. Up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even on guys way bigger than them. So we got game seven. Uh, do tomorrow, you want to talk about – want... Yeah, the Nick Nurse thing in the corner. Oh. There's two more things I want to talk about with this game here. Uh, so there was the Nick Nurse play in the corner where uh, he... I guess Tatum ran a pick and roll, or Tatum was driving to the, the hoop, and he goes to throw a pass, and he throws it to Nick Nurse, who was standing – Basically, right beside Daniel Tice in the corner, calling for a pass. Um, and the, was he calling though? Does, has, has anyone <laughs> been able to prove that he actually made like audible noise? No, I don't think so. I but maybe like, I'm, I'm sure just... he was yelling no, no. like direction. Tice was but... right next to him. Yeah. If that had happened, I'm yeah. sure. Tice and that, that's the thing. Tice would have been like, "What?" No, yeah. like Tatum didn't react like that on the floor too. Like he yeah. didn't point at Nick Nurse. Like, "What the fuck? Yeah. Like, why are you there?" So I don't think it actually played that big of a difference. It might have just been. Well, Tatum after the game was uh, like you it. were saying he was yeah. downplaying it. Yeah, he said he that. Like, he said that was a bad. Like, pass. I can't blame. <coughs> and I mean, I I respect that. Yeah, I I don't like I don't like excuses, even though I make a lot of them. Maybe Tatum actually didn't see Nurse. Yeah. He just made a bad pass. Yeah, you're too. right. It just happened that Nick Nurse was in the corner because mm-hmm. Tice was there. Mm-hmm. He just missed him and yep. was more in the direction. But when you when you watch it back, like you see Nur- Oh, it looks like, like he's trying he's to pass it, and then he like and then he like he jumps like, out of the way. Yeah. yeah, and then he's just like, oh yeah, <laughs> here we go, <laughs> like come on, our ball. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, it it wasn't a good look. For another Chris, Chris Paul would have would have. Uh, oh yeah, Nick Nurse would have thrown he, out of the game. Yeah, Chris, Chris Paul would have like made sure that he got like. Oh, yeah, he's he, he's out of the coach's he box. Been, he would have been in the corner like like miming it. He was doing this. Go to the replay. Um, another thing, the last play, I believe was this in, this would have been the last player regulation, the second last player regulation. They throw the lob to OG at the rim and he gets fouled and they rule it a foul on the floor, which I'm, I, I'm fine with. Yeah. I got like, I can live with that not being a shooting foul, but they pull the whistle at 1.8. Yeah. They take almost two seconds off the clock. But we were getting a lot of calls to You're right. No, you're right. Last night. Wait, let's see. Let's see. Let's be really, truly honest with ourselves. Yeah, because we Kemba, were, the one we Kemba were, one was the, was, it was the, the play before yeah. that Kemba got that was hammered. a huge foul. We yeah. were getting we were getting calls, and I'm not used to getting calls. Like my team, they like, were and like, actually and actually like admitting it to myself. Like, okay, like that probably yeah. not. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm usually like I'm usually that fan that's just like we're getting fucking spun. Well, that's what, that's what you're doing screwed. in game yeah. when the game <laughs> of the OG shot. Like he yeah. was just like. This is a huge conspiracy. (laughs) (laughs) Adam Silver hates the Raptors. I do think there is a difference, though, between a missed call and a blown call, where I think the Campbell one might have been a missed call, but this was full-on a blown call. They just made – they made – call on the floor, fine, Mm -hmm. but they 
just took time away for no reason. Does part of that though, like land on maybe Nick Nurse? Yes, for nobody. Bring that to the, uh, the officials' Nick, attention. Somebody like, on the Raptors have to, has to yeah, notice that. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta yeah. bring it up. Like that's what I'm saying. Are they just gonna let this go? Yeah, like, they just accepted it. Yeah, and to be fair, I didn't realize until after the play had started back up again. I but, think that they were just that game was so crazy yeah. that there was people. You just don't have time to think about shit like that when you're in the middle of a game. Yeah, like that. you're right. Uh, and then one last thing, they go to the end of the first overtime. The ISO with Norman Powell at the top. Oh yeah, man! So many things happened. I forgot. Yeah, about. I know, but right? Like that, that to me, I don't mind it. Yeah, because he I was honestly hot. Don't. But it's not even that he was hot. It's just like, it's just like Nick Nurse is like. I mean, is that the time to try new shit? Maybe not. They had like, done that a couple times during the regular season yeah. too. Gone with Powell as the closer yeah. for whatever reason. And it's but like okay, whatever. It was like, like the old Dwayne Casey, Lou Williams. Yeah. So. Oh god. To be yeah. fair though, when you, when there's plays like that, you don't know what. Like, I don't think it's necessarily, like, Nurse is like, all right, Norm, mm. I want you to dribble out the time and take a three. It's probably, like, Norm, if you see yeah. something, if you see an ability to drive, drive, and then, like, it's a Norm. Norm is the one who gets to make yeah. the, sh- the choice just, there, right? I forget, though. Was that at the end of the first overtime? End of the yeah. first overtime, Okay, yeah. so here's my question. Nick Nurse's confidence in him at the end of the first overtime did that instill the confidence in him to take over that second overtime? <laughs> it might have. He did. Yeah, it might because yeah. he did. I kind of think that play might have been too. Whoever has Kemba on them, you're you get the last play because yeah. Kemba was guarding Powell on that. And then the idea though is like if you have Kemba on, you maybe try drive. to drive. Yeah, you're right. And, you're right. But don't just pull up and take a huge. Yeah. Three. I mean, it worked out in the end. We won. Um, and Powell was huge in the. Yes, he was. Yeah. The sack. We were calling him Normal Norman last <laughs> night because he was in playoff. Powell, I wasn't saying that. Someone. I, someone started I, it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're not, not going to say yeah. who it was. No one sitting at this table. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he ended up being playoff Powell. Mm-hmm. I've, so you were watching the game with a guy who started calling him Normal Norman. Was he? Did he change his tune? Oh, the, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, he got that right after, right when he started uh, draining threes. And that and one was huge yeah. too. Well, yeah, the and one, the and and the, the two the clutch strip. free, the, yeah, the strip and the two clutch free throws right at the end yeah. after Tatum. Well, he hit, hit he hit, three. he was six for six from the free throw Which, line. Which actually, overtime. that's something we haven't talked about either. The Raptors were yeah. brutal from the free throw line they're probably not even in well, overtime single, if they just make their free throws yeah, every single true. time every single time we would get like an and one we'd miss it yeah it's and they like were, we're not taking advantage of these things like the whole game i was like how are we supposed to win if we don't take advantage of like the opportunities presented to us they were 10 for 17 at one point i don't know what they ended up being but 10 for 17 is like almost shack territory as a team mm-hmm. yeah of no two uh we have been mentioned this the from the eight 20-minute mark of the fourth quarter to the end of the game. No centers in for the Raptors. Which I was... Abaka and Gasol. I was freaking out about that at home. I think I might have just been well, overlooking something. That's why Tice had so many open exactly. dunks. We like, did also didn't score in the last four and a half yeah. minutes of regulation. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if Nurse had just committed to... We're going to try Boston and But Boston only scored down. four points. Yeah. They were know. down by four. We were up four with four and a half minutes left, and then Boston scored four points the rest of the... So Even, I think it helped our defense. But they started. then they started... Picking it apart later with the Tice alley oops, mm-hmm. and I would have, I like, I would have just like maybe even on the last possession get Surge out there and maybe try and get something, even just have a threat in in tight. But I think they did. They, they did. did. They put him. They had Gasol into inbound. There was one time where they put Surge in for one play. I can't yeah. remember what it was. Did they? I don't even yeah, remember that. But it was yeah, like literally had, for two seconds, and then he was back out. I know they had Gasol to inbound the the last play of. No, it was regulation. the last. It was the last play of regulation when they had Surge in too. He was right under the bucket. Or it was the last play of the first quarter. Yeah, I think I remember the first overtime. I think I remember what you guys were talking about because they were both. I don't remember. I think Gasol, they had Gasol, Ibaka, and Siakam on the floor at some point. And I think the Raptors committed. I don't know. There was something going on. Talking about who was on the floor isn't isn't good radio. (laughs) So Um, let's move on. Um, 
it's crazy. Game seven coming on Friday. Uh, we will be getting you a reaction video on Saturday. Have we committed to that? Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. We so can even on. do it. Like, do you guys want to do it Friday night right after the game? Or do Are you, you going to come do here? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll be at work. Okay, never mind. Okay. Um, yeah, so Saturday, we're going to get you a reaction Saturday, to Saturday, I might that. have to Skype in, but we can figure that out. Sure, whatever works. We'll, but we will be getting you. Well, you two uh, can do a react video if you want. No, we're not going to do that. We're, we're, a, team. <laughs> yeah, we're wow. a team. Teamwork. Wow. Yeah. You, can't but, have, you can't have LeBron and Wade without Bosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As LeBron, uh, I, I this will be my last <laughs> episode of the podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah so Did you want to talk about Kyle Lowry? Yeah. Uh, yeah. A little uh, more about. Ba- ba- yeah. Okay. I, to me, this is. It's kind of weird, right? Because I think this is a Lowry Mount Rushmore game because. So you're saying it's a top four Lowry? One of the, like, yeah. But I kind of think that the other one might be in this series, too. One of the other two. To me, it's. Well, the game six of the, the game finals. six of the finals for sure. Yeah, like that's on there. And game, the uh, game seven against Miami, when yeah. they went to the conference finals for their first time, it was unbelievable. And then I think it's maybe you pick one of these two, one of the two in this series, the the game six against the Celtics, or I believe game three, the OG one, because he was unbelievable in that game too. Um, so to me, though, like to those could be this, on there. To me, this game is yeah. Like, so you would take that game. one, and then I guess you got to come up with one other one I throughout his career. I was thinking the uh, this is not in the playoffs, but when they were down by like thirty, this regular season losing to the Mavs or by like, like thirty five. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. was the Magic, and he put up uh, he almost thirty two eight and ten in forty two minutes, willing the team back. Yeah, not playoffs, so maybe I it would probably. Uh, there's, I'm it, probably forgetting one. What, about, what was the run last was year? Was it against the Pacers when he hit that buzzer like that? Uh, that like, was against the Heat. That's not the game I'm talking about, but that was against the Heat. Well, the half court. Jo- yeah, like, they lost that he was, game. I thought it was against the Pacers. No, it was it was like game one or game two against the Heat. He was also I'm, really he was bad at that game. He hit the yeah, buzzer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just that's what stuck out. The buzzer that, beater sticks out in my. That mind. was like so the like, prime like Lowry I'm, and DeRozan can't play in the yeah. playoffs. I remember I was at a I was at a bar after like that's when that game. We, they and, went to the conference finals right here yes yeah. and i left i left and when the raptors were on six with like 20 seconds left and my buddy was calling me on the way home he's like they just tied it and i was like fuck you like you're full of shit and that's what happened during uh yeah that was the og like, thing no yeah. that's not no for me i'm talking about that's what happened when the least oh the least yeah Columbus come back yeah. yeah uh yeah so that would be a kyle lowry mount rushmore game i'm sure there's there's for other sure. ones we're forgetting but for sure um for sure and now i think Again, I don't know if we need to keep hammering this home, but he's absolutely all a famer to me now. Like, yeah, and I think yeah. he's done nothing he was before, but solidify but, this, yeah. dude. I think because the list of guys I think who are six-time All Stars and NBA champions who aren't in the Hall of Fame is there's like one other guy. I think isn't. he's entering the conversation of, and this might be a hot take because I know Toronto is a Leafs town. I think Kyle Lowry is 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 in the conversation of, like, the greatest pro athlete in Toronto history. That, yeah. I don't even know if that's that hot of a take. I don't, I think I don't know about... History's tight, like, tough most, because... Most, okay, not greatest. Most, iconic? Most, at, uh, like... Beloved? Beloved. Yeah. Beloved. It's certainly in the like, last Like, obviously, we're, years, we're going back to, say. like, I'm sure there's guys... You say there's... beloved or beloved? Beloved. Which one do you say? I don't... I think I you it usually depends. say beloved. To me, it yeah. would depend on how I was using it. Like... Yeah. Beloved, like dearly beloved. Yes, like that's the, like that's like when it's like uh when it's like it depends serious. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when it's like when it's in ceremony, you use beloved. Yeah, but then beloved <laughs> is just in casual conversation, <laughs> and that's what this is. Yeah, and if you let's move on. If, if you go if you go back to like, like obviously the, the Leafs winning cups. Obviously, I'm sure there was tons of guys there who were absolutely adored. But mm-hmm. in recent history, like who. 
who's in the conversation, like Matt Sundin, but what he didn't win anything. Uh, Joe Carter, maybe. Doug like, Gilmore. Robert, Actually, like, Gilmore was probably the, the – he's more than Sundin. Yeah. Sundin is better. Dave Keon. That's Keon's what I'm saying, though. Guy, That's like, going back to, like, but, Cups, though. Mm-hmm. Leafs yeah. Cups. I'm saying post-Leafs Cups. Like, who, who from the Jays winning, Joe Carter's probably but, the guy that, there. That team's different, though, because – Roy Halladay. All those guys were there for, like, four years, and then they left. Yeah. Right? Like – uh, yeah, Halliday is another one, but he didn't win here. He didn't win ever, but, but he did. Jose win. Bautista, but he even had like a some people, people kind of thought like, he was a dick. Yeah, like yeah, Donaldson again wasn't here long enough. I think like Lowry's definitely in the combo. <laughs> I think he might be it. Yeah, him and Dave Keon, <laughs> they both need statues. Yeah. Someone for our generation, someone for the <laughs> yeah. older generation. That's it. Um, Zach so Hyman let, will be there one day. Let's talk about the rest of the NBA very quickly. Bucks yeah. eliminated. So your two-time MVP and your defensive player of the year. You he's done in, he's done in five yes. games. Yeah. He's done in five was, games. Yeah. yeah, it was just uh, – I know Budenholzer's taking a lot of heat too because it's kind of crazy to look at that now because when you go back to when the Raps fired Dwayne Casey, mm-hmm. Budenholzer was the Raps' choice mm-hmm. to replace him. And he said, no, you know what, I'm going to go to Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. I also want to talk about – was it Richard Jefferson – who said that he's a Pippin? Yeah, yeah. Ya- I saw a better quote. Okay. He said Giannis is a Pippin. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. Giannis is a Pippin. He's looking for his Jordan, and I was like, I don't think I agree with that. When I heard it, I was like, I don't, I don't agree with that because Pippin never won MVP twice. You know what I agree with though? Giannis is a Shaq. He's looking for his Kobe. Kobe. LeBron looking for I, Wade. I yeah. love that take. Yeah. That yeah. take to me is like that's perfect. This is he Kobe. needs a guy that he needs a guy that can that can shoot and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Right before, this, so that he can right dominate down this, low. I was talking about how good Chris Middleton is, but he's not Kobe. No, uh, he's a he's an all star, and he he's the only guy on that team that really can shoot. Mm. Like George Hill's a good shooter; he doesn't want to shoot. Yeah, like they, they just don't have Middleton's like arguably the best shooter in the league, like yeah. all around, like just like, mid range shooting threes. Mm-hmm. He was a 50, 40, 90 guy, which is a rare. Uh, 50 from the field, yeah. 40 from three, 90 from free throw. It's like Steph, Car- Steph Curry territory. Yeah, he's not a superstar. And that scares me a little bit because what happens if Giannis just goes to Golden State? <laughs> they can't wait that work, I don't think. <laughs> they Everyone they said they, everyone always says that. Yeah. I don't think they can, though. Yeah. Well, the rumor that came out, we had, we haven't talked about this either, the, the leak that apparently people in the NBA circle feel that Miami and Toronto – if he leaves, would be the which favorite. if you did see Giannis's post game presser mm-hmm. after that game, he sounded like he was obviously he's going to say that to get people to stop asking him questions, but he was talking like long term Milwaukee stuff. Yeah, in his post game press conferences. The question though that he was asked was about next season. It was about are you staying here next season? Right. Mm-hmm. Which so, I mean, he doesn't really have a choice. No, it's but up he, to the team. But if, if he tells them they're le- he's leaving, they, they might have to try to trade him. Yeah. But I don't like. I honestly, I don't think they would do that either. But. So do you think that Miami beating him? If he is, if that's legit, which we don't know, it's all speculation. If he's like, I'm looking at Miami, I'm looking at Toronto. Those are my destinations. Miami beating him, does that help the Raptors' case? That was my take. Remember, yeah. I was like, I was like, he doesn't want to be the Durant. He doesn't want to be the Durant going to the team that beat him. Yeah, I could see that. Um, but I, the biggest we, factor, though, we also beat him last year. So it's like, is it just the most recent who beat but, him? Yeah. Is that make him a but snake? We lost, or does, and either of them make him a the snake. The guy that beat him though was Kawhi, and he's in on the Clippers, right? He could, yeah, he can but, make the argument that. It's but a when Giannis team. comes, I think Kawhi. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing. Yeah, I, this is stuff we can worry about later. But I just think that the biggest factor, if Giannis is going to come, 
is his relationship with Masai and the Danforth. Yeah, and the Danforth. Those are the two biggest things. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we also I love how a street is just like, dude, the, the Danforth. Danforth. Yeah. <laughs> the, t- the taste of the dad. Pretty good. Uh, Greek, pretty good Greek food there. <laughs> speaking of that guy, uh, Kawhi Leonard and his Clippers are <laughs> I, up. I saw I saw a tweet the other day that made me laugh a lot. I don't know. They were like, they were like, Greek food is the burpiest food ever made. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's so delicious, but you're tasting it for like two days later. You're like, yeah. oh, a little tzatzik. That's true. <laughs> just yogurt yeah. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so <laughs> speaking of yogurt, uh, Kawhi Leonard and the Clippers are up 3-1 in their series. Over. Good, good segue. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You're right. Speaking that, of yogurt, that the Clippers. A, that doesn't have a lot to do with yogurt. Yo, yeah, I know what, what he's saying. Segue. Los Angeles, they like their like locale yogurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah great segue. Yeah. Uh, probiotics. That's yeah. what yeah. LA is famous for. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah uh, they're up three one. Clippers three one over the Nuggets. Uh, this series is over now, right? Like the Nuggets aren't coming back. The Nuggets just came back from three one. Yeah, against Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, it's and Jamal the... Murray. <laughs> he can do it. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I think Pat Beverly has Jamal Murray locked down. I don't think there's any shot. Just watching the game mm-hmm. last night. It was like completely different. Like no. in the in the jazz series, Jamal was just doing whatever the hell he wanted. Yeah. And then like Pat Beverly's just he's locked him down. Like he doesn't have the freedom. He's he's dishing it off to Jokic a lot more. I just think it's just it's not gonna happen. I think I the, agree. I think the Clippers are are the, the, the favorites. The right out now. and out favorite yeah. for the NBA title right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other favorites, the Lakers, go tonight two one. I think this series could go either way. I called Rockets to the finals, and I'm getting a little nervous about my take watching some yeah. of these games. But they, well, game two, the Rockets won game one. Game two, they needed like a vintage LeBron performance to squeak by them. Then game three got a little rocky, but but game two, game was it game two or game three when they were like tied? It was like no, it was game three. They yeah, were tied going into the fourth game basically, and then then AD and LeBron just took over in the fourth. Yeah, it was over, but. Uh, Westbrook's killing the Rockets too right now. I think yeah, he's like playing he, like he just dog. doesn't. He just does not. Who? He should fit with that team. He just doesn't want to do the things that make him fit with that team. He doesn't want to be the inside scorer and distributor. He, he just wants. I don't know what. He almost has the uh, what the what, Kyrie Irving. Thing. Well, what we've yeah, Russell, been getting Russell Westbrook. Oh, well, yeah. What we were getting frustrated about with Siakam. Mm-hmm. He's been doing that for ten years, though. Yeah. Like, just do, just don't shoot threes. Yeah. You're not a good three point shooter. He's like a twenty something percent three. What point you are shooter. good at is just like driving to the rack with men and then kicking it up. Yeah. 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 And like, but he to a team with some of the best shooters in the league. He k- insists on taking seven yeah. or eight threes a game, and he okay. makes one or two of them. So yeah, we're oh, can we talk about Daniel House quickly? We're almost at forty minutes of NBA. Hey, we got nowhere to go. Yeah, <laughs> to uh, go. I'm just I'm on a tight schedule here. We got uh, we got time we got time and brackets around each guy, <laughs> each thing. Yeah, just a goal here. So uh, Daniel House is now being God, investigated for uh, sneaking one of the female COVID testers into his room. I, I don't agree with him getting getting. I didn't hear. Well, we don't know what the story. I have like. Before this, this started. is just a uh, report. He's just coming a man. <laughs> He's just a man. So I need to figure out why are they not are the COVID testers not in the bubble? Like I thought I they were in the bubble. I thought you know, they were because when I was watching Matisse Thibault's uh, vlogs, vlogs, they were like they were sitting there like they had a mask on, but they were like they were just sitting there in those little tents, like they were like sep- They had like part like uh, they had like dividers, and it was just like little like. Like, um, like almost like cubicle style, like, and they were just, each person was sitting in there 
They didn't have like a, an exorbitant amount of like PPE on or anything. Yes, yeah, see, I don't it know. It seemed why. like they were just they were just like the, these testers are in the bubble and that's like they're gonna stay here. He's been getting tested daily. He's been talking to the tester. They built up a little bit of a rapport. Like, hey, I'm tested. I'm clean. You're tested. You're clean. Let's. I have no issue with it. Yeah, it doesn't well, say. Why anything. don't you come to my room and we'll watch? Unless there's like a unless there was an agreement <laughs> and unless there yeah, unless there was a, an agreement between the players association and the NBA like. Don't fuck the testers. No, frat, yeah. no just no fraternizing. No fraternizing with the staff. Uh, yeah. Uh, in the bubble, like I, that makes sense to me if that was the case. But even like, come on, like they're human beings. I again, I don't. Like, I, just, I could. There was nothing in the story about the protocol of the testers. Like, but if they're not, if they're and not, are you going to punish someone for love? <laughs> too. <laughs> if they're not in the bubble, I think. I think that makes it a lot different, but. Yeah, I can kind of see your point if they're... I'm never going to punish somebody for, for being in love. Yeah. So this is the yeah, the NBA has informed involved <laughs> parties that it has circumstantial evidence implicating Daniel House for his role in a potential improper visit mm. to the... Gr- so he broke the... He broke protocol somehow yeah. here. So it's less about him. Do you think there's going to be some... Some COVID porns that come out soon. Some COVID tester porns. <laughs> like, Test this. <laughs> Bubble porn yeah. is like the new thing. I just got to swab the back it's, of your throat now. It's just taboo. Yeah, yeah. We're not supposed to be doing this. Uh, All right. Yeah. Uh, speaking of bubble porn, uh, the National Football League starts. Man, how do you think of these segments? You're so good at this. Yes, yeah, so we got NFL kicking off tonight. Yeah. Tonight we've got NFL. We got the Cardinal, not the Cardinals, the Texans and the Chiefs. That game's gonna be over before anyone sees it, but yes, just keep that in mind. Yeah, so, yeah. just if you're watching this, uh, what a game! <laughs> really a, good game. Uh, I can't Pat believe Mahomes. that the Texans. Travis Kelsey won. caught three touchdowns <laughs> for they my sti- fantasy team, and they still lost to Bill O'Brien and yeah. the Houston Texans. And, yeah, the genius that is Bill. Uh, yeah, yeah. Chiefs are gonna win, but hey. You never know. All right, you can pick the text. No, I'm saying you never know. Are you right? It's not. You don't. don't I'm not gonna go Charles on, Barkley on this. Don't put an absolute. This game on is it. over. Yeah, I don't know, man. You you never know. Like bad training camps. Like oh well, there's a lot of if we want to get into the NFL. I mean, I know you got you got some questions you want to ask yeah, us, but I think a big thing is how much preparation football is involved in football and teams don't early in the have season. That. Continuity is going to be huge. Well, I got so, like. The Bills lead like the Bills. They lead the league in snap continuity. So yeah. from last year, eighty-eight percent of all snaps, we we have all of those guys back. I think that eighty-eight percent potentially could be a huge thing. Yeah, that's why. Well, do you want to get into your questions? Do you want to? Do you want to? Yeah. Unless there's anything else you guys yeah. want to get out there first. Well, so this can... is a segment that Brandon came up with, and will be on our new website at. Well, thefrontpage.ca. .ca, .ca, yeah. Thefrontpage.ca. It will be on every single week. Brandon, what are we calling it? We're calling it what? Oh, you came up with a name. I don't know if that's what we're going to go with, but this is your suggestion. So, uh, I think it was. Was it 10 questions at the forefront? Something like, oh, that's better. I don't think that's what yours was, but that's better. I think it was. 
I heard Warfront, and maybe no, that's no, that dude, would no, be, yeah. no, no, no I said Forefront. Yeah, the Forefront is yeah, he's not that's a, better. A complete moron. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, I that am. is way better than what <laughs> I, I mean. Heard. I am. We but... gotta call it the Warfront. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. So I love ten, war. Ten questions at the forefront right now. Let's go, Brandon. Hit us. So, wait, would... just to, so you're gonna you're gonna be doing your own written responses to these on the website. So I don't even know if they're necessarily gonna be responses, but I'm just gonna be talking about okay. the topic here. Or we'll just post. We'll post the questions. And uh, we'll each have like a like two sentences underneath. We got things we can. Them. Yeah, we could do that too. We can do um, a lot. Like we're so flexible. If like, you have any so any questions you want to hear for next week too, just tweet them at us. Instagram, mm-hmm. just do whatever you oh, want. You, we'll get them on here. Maybe you, at, if we start getting a lot, you might just start a mailbag. Yeah, we might have to do that. Was it name on the front pod at name on the front pod at Twitter at name on front pod name no, on the. front at name on front pod Twitter on Twitter. And, Twitter and Instagram. Send us your questions for the for the. 10 questions from the forefront for the NFL. All right, week one. We need like an intro for this too. We need some NFL music. That's NBA, isn't it? It's still good though. Can you just do that underneath the whole time? All right. The 10 burning questions. Number one, is Bill O'Brien a moron or a genius? Do you want to go? Do you so, yeah. So, just, just when you think about that, uh, the trade in the offseason, DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson. I think mm-hmm. there was a pick involved there, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we might see this. This might have already played out in front of our eyes. But will Bill O'Brien after the NFL season be a moron or a genius? Well, look, all signs point to Bill O'Brien being a moron. Yes. <laughs> but if you want to talk about results, the Houston Texans – They've since he's been in charge, they've won their division four out of the six years, including the last two. Playoff success hasn't really been there, but they have one playoff win against. Uh, yeah, they shouldn't have won that so, game. So, I mean, it's not like they beat the Bengals. I think that was probably before he got there, though. They also get drilled with like injuries to their defense every year. Mm-hmm. Well, JJ Watt is just a walking band. Yeah, and Clowney was so, no better too. I don't think you there. can blame Whitney Merciless also gets necessarily blame him for like the results, but. There's like some things that optically look horrible that yeah. he's done. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna pull a mic and I'm gonna be a fence sitter on this. I think it is. I think, I think it's all it, like it's all perception. So it's like the way you build an NFL team is different for everybody. So like maybe Bill O'Brien's idea of an NFL team is like we don't pay a wide receiver the amount of money DeAndre Hopkins was gonna be expecting. Mm-hmm. And to him, he was like, say what you want about the trade. I, I hated the trade. I thought the trade was, like, really one-sided. It wasn't good. But he's brought in Brandon Cooks, a past 1,000-yard receiver. He, they have Kenny Stills. They have Will Fuller, who will be, um, who will be a, uh, hopefully a little more healthy this year, who's been injured a lot, but hopefully he'll be a little more healthy. They have Randall Cobb. So instead of having that one option – He's trying to spread the options out. And now they also have David Johnson, who... So he's taking a lot of risks on, like, players that have past success. Mm-hmm. And so you're, the question you really have to, like... It all comes down to, like, how he's forming his roster and do you agree with how he's forming his it, roster? Sure, you have you had one of the best wide receivers in the game, but is the impact of that one wide receiver maybe getting double, doubled every single game and not having many other options... Or having four pretty good receivers, and now you actually have a run game to play along with Deshaun Watson. It it depends on what you want. I'm going to sit on the fence and say that I don't know what's better because I don't because we haven't seen it happen yet. Mm-hmm. But 
I don't think you need to condemn Bill O'Brien right away just based off of the trade because we haven't seen it play. Well, also, I think to be fair, the, this doesn't mean that you have to do it, but it, anytime a superstar gets traded in the NFL, it, I don't think it ever looks good for the team that traded, that traded the superstar. Yeah. Like, I can't think of a, a, a trade where, like, a superstar went one way and you're like, what a haul this team mm-hmm. got for this guy. It always looks like you got fleeced. Except for Diggs. <laughs> they were talking about how how they I got too much. The, I don't remember how that, the Vikings but... got too much for Diggs. I don't. I so many. A lot of people I didn't were see talking about, say that. A lot of people were saying yeah. that because know, it was, you get in the no, no, depths no. of of the internet. Though. No, but also also on the mainstream media, people were saying that, and it was only a reaction to how much to how much okay. uh, Bill the, O'Brien fair. paid for DeAndre Hopkins. I still think if you that look at that happened. trade, like you're like the Bills won. I dude, I agree like, with you. I'm a Bills fan. Yeah. I agree, but I'm telling you what I was seeing because, and it was only a reaction to mm-hmm. because it was like two days after the DeAndre Hopkins right. Hopkins trade. So, so everyone was like, "If this is what Hopkins went for, why did Diggs go for this?" And it's like, no, like that's not how you va- evaluate yeah. things. Like you, you can't com- do comparative trades like that because they're both in different situations. Because yeah, and the, the like, if you're gonna make that comparison. The Bills don't have a David Johnson to send. The other way, right? If, if no, that's what Bill O'Brien better, wanted we have back, a better guy, Dave, uh, Devin Singletary. <laughs> David Singletary. Yeah. Um, I think so. Just dead. again, this is the easy so answer, but I just, I, know, said, yeah, I, I just think it's, <laughs> I just think it's more likely than not that we were sitting here at the end of the year talking about what a bad trade that was for the Texans, just because Fuller's hurt all the time. Cooks isn't a number one option, and then you don't think so. Randall Cobb is ancient. Mm. I just, like I just think it's more likely than not that that this Cooks really has been this a really one hurts their, multiple times in his career. Yeah, he was on LA before Cooper Cup kind of re, like took over. He was in New England. Yeah, like he's been a number one before. He just happened to have the one season that he's ever been hurt before was last year. So everybody thinks of him as like he's he's a uh, he's a he's injury prone, but he's played eighty eight of the ninety six regular season games. That's possible. Yeah. He's not Maybe injury he prone. And he has two of the five seasons he's been in the NFL. Two of them are over a thousand yards, over eighty receptions. Yep. So where that do you, to me is a low end number one. What do you one. think? Like the difference in this season would have been if they had DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, that's a good point too. Maybe, like, but I just think he's a game. I think breaker. like the like difference is. is like negligible. Mm-hmm. Like how many games? Like, do you think they win? It, yeah. They go around further in the playoffs? Do you think they make the playoffs? But or I, no. Like, my point with Cooks is I don't think like. Teams plan their defense around DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, I don't necessarily sure. think teams have to scheme around the way Brandon Cooks plays. But I also think that, like, okay, I, we're, we're getting into yeah, this, this is too long. Um, I'm going to end it off by saying I also think that they didn't have to scheme for the Texans' run game last year because mm-hmm. it was non-existent. That's true, too. All so, right. Question number two. Uh, can Lamar Jackson sustain his mobile quarterback success? This question kind of comes from when you look in the past, mobile quarterbacks have... They've been like there's been a, a long history of guys who have like really impressed for one or two years and then ran into injury troubles. Lamar hasn't had that yet, but when you look at what happened with RG three, guys like that. I'm gonna give a quick answer and say yes because they just keep on bringing in more options to confuse the defense. Mm-hmm. They now have J.K. Dobbins. Some argue was the best running back in college football last year. I would disagree with that, but some argue that. So. Bringing in J.K. Dobbins, you still have Mark Ingram. You have um, Gus Edwards still. 
You have Mark Andrews is there. Mark Andrews, like you have Marquise Brown to stretch the field. So to me, yes, he can sustain it. And that's all I'm going to say. Well, I think it's going to be interesting to see how teams, I mean, during last year, teams were probably already adjusting, Mm -hmm. but now you have like a full season to sit back and reflect on like the season that tape that he just had when he gets held to under, I think it's 75 rushing yards. I think he has a losing record as a starting quarterback or he's like 500. Yeah. But look at the, if you look at the strides that he made as a passer last year, I think they, they, like the future of Lamar Jackson is he becomes less reliant on his legs and just becomes a bit, he's 22. Yeah. yeah he's I young. think that's what maybe separates him. I don't think him. he's 22. 23. He, he played, he's, I think he I think played he's older three than years in college at least. He's still you really young. Years, yeah. So I think that's stuff- right. I think he might have played all four though. I, yeah, you might be right. Anyway. He's, 20, he's 23. Yeah, so he must have – he, he couldn't have played all he's four. He's 23. He would have just played three. Okay. So, uh, like, I I think he, he takes more strides, even more strides as a passer this year, and he doesn't have to be as reliant mm-hmm. on his legs because I think teams are going to crowd the box against him. Like, yep. that's he, – they're going to force him to throw the ball. Um, So maybe he doesn't have to be the game-breaking runner that he's been the last – well, that he was last year. Um, yeah, for me personally, as a Bengals fan, I think part of me wants to say, I hope he doesn't, but he's just so exciting to watch. I have him on my fantasy team. I want to see him do well, just because I think mobile quarterback, a mobile quarterback is the most exciting thing to watch in sports. Yeah, Josh Allen. <laughs> but it's literally, there's ne- there's no precedent of one being good for no, his there isn't. whole career. Yep. So I, That's why I think he's going to have to adjust. Mm-hmm. I, Vic's a bit of an out. Like, Vic, there's a bit of an asterisk there, I think. Vic had the one year where he was, like, an MVP candidate, though, and he wasn't, like, but he even was, before the dogfighting thing, he wasn't that very good the next But he years. wasn't, he like, was, a... Wasn't he was a good... Player. Starting quarterback. Yeah, he's like, I, which, but he wasn't like top like MVP level guy, fringe top ten yeah. starting quarterback. Yeah. Like, uh, question number three: Who will come out on top of the Patriots and Tom Brady divorce? Do you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. This you got Brady, a lot of stock in this. Brady one. comes first because, as a Bills fan, I would watch every off season. The Brady effect taken, and it's happening in 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 Tampa Bay. Every single like name that comes on the market, it's just like, will he go to the Bucks? Will he go to the Bucks? He's yeah. gonna go to the Patriots. Guess what's happening now? Every single t- every again doesn't obviously not every single, but like big names, it's just like they gravitate towards Tom Brady, and the Patriots don't have that advantage now this year. This year in the offseason, how season, do you know that? The I success think, of Tom Brady wasn't reliant on I the have system. No, in I have no idea. I'm just answering the question. Yeah. I think that's a big thing that they've lost. They've lost that draw, the Patriots. And I think now that draw is it's still with Brady because the question in my mind was always like, is the draw the allure of the Patriots or is the draw the allure of playing with Tom Brady? And what we're seeing right now is that it's Brady. You. So you're you're gonna hate this answer because it's gonna sure. be kind of a fence sitting thing. No, I think the Bucks have the higher ceiling, but I think they have the lower floor. Like I think the steadiness. I think the Patriots. I think you're gonna mm-hmm. you're you. It's more you know what you're gonna get. We talked about with the pandemic, like the turnover in Tampa Bay on the offense. Like I don't do. Yeah, they have a lot of talent, but like who the fuck knows? Yeah. what it's gonna be mm-hmm. right? Maybe it's the best offense of all time. Maybe it's a shit show for at least the first half of the year. I think the Bucks 
could be a disaster. I think they could also be really good. I think the Patriots are more like this is going to be like an eight, eight, an eight and eight, or a nine and seventeen. But that's why I that's why I kind of took the stance of like, yeah. as it sits right now, who's benefiting? It's Brady. Yeah, he has. A, I think Brady has a better chance to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, like but, if Brady's but, still in, if Brady's still in New England, do six of the Patriots? Uh, well, Gronk doesn't come back. Do six <laughs> of the defenders <laughs> yeah. opt out? I, I don't know. I, I don't know what they're, so. what's going on. Yeah, with that's that. that's I, I kind of a tricky. So. Thing I don't to know talk if that's like too. it's tricky to talk yeah, about. I don't, but like, if, you don't know what's. But yeah. if I if you're if you're gonna speculate, mm-hmm. are you more likely or less likely to opt out if you're on yeah. if you're on the team if you if Tom Brady's still your quarterback? Yeah, I would say can, like, I think like, it's less like, likely for sure. It is. You're yeah. definitely right. So I just I think Brady comes out on top of that divorce. I do. I I know we were talking about this a little bit earlier. Just how important continuity is going to be. Um. The Bucks have like none of that, basically. Yeah. Like when you look at like, obviously Mike maybe... Evans and Chris Godwin and those guys are still there, but when you look at the overall system, like the the system of that they're going to play is going to be totally different from the one they ran with Jameis Winston. So I don't know how, what kind of effect that's going to have. Not that that was that. No, no, no. Great. But it's just like you've got to completely change your offense because yeah. you, you have a guy who can throw a ball. Um, another thing too is when you look at teams in the past in the NFL. I don't know how relevant this is, but teams in the past that have loaded up in the off season tend to disappoint the next season. You look at the Browns from a couple years ago. There was the Eagles in the late 2010 or the early 2010s. They got Michael Vick, Namde Asamoah. They got they won the offseason, quote unquote. And they just did they didn't make the playoffs the next year. So, it's a really tough thing to do in the NFL just completely revamp your team like that. And in a year like this, I think it's even yeah, harder to do that, especially this year. Uh, just one word answer on this. Do you guys think the Bucks, the Patriots or both will make the playoffs this year? Both. 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 I'll say both. There's like well. an extra wild card. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number. F- I don't think Patriots will win the division though. <laughs> number four. Uh, can Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Bridgewater, capitalize on his shot as a starting quarterback again? Obviously, he had that gruesome injury in Minnesota. Now he's he was the backup in New Orleans. Now he's finally getting a chance to be be the guy in he's, Carolina. He's so I don't got the ultimate insurance uh, with Christian McCaffrey behind him. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a new big. NH new coach. Like you want to talk about entirely? Yeah, you want to talk about they, they're one of the worst yeah. in the yeah. league. Like I just I think he's up against it. It's tough. He's like one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the league in terms of just like pure accuracy. He doesn't take a lot of shots, but he's got the weapons. He's got DJ Moore. He's got CMC. He's got Curtis Samuel. He's got Robbie Anderson now. He has a chance, and he's. I think the biggest problem is going to be: Did they have time to understand Matt Rule's new offense, new new schemes? I don't know. I don't think that. He, I think he's going to be up against it early. I think he can't. He will be able to kind of um, rebound later on in the year. But I also think that it's not really going to matter because I think his leash is a lot longer due to COVID. So mm-hmm. I, I don't. I think even if he doesn't capitalize, he's still he's not going to be like it's not going to be over for him. They play in a really tough division too, especially yeah. now, so mm-hmm. things aren't going to be easy for him. But if you look at a guy like you just said, he's got all the for a guy who's like a dink and dunk cornerback, yeah. he's got all the options there to dink yeah. and dunk with yeah. McCaffrey, with Moore. Moore and Samuel are really speedy good receivers. slot receivers yeah. too. Yeah, the I basically just agree with what like I yeah. think the weapons are. I think he'll put up stats, but I think that team's going to be a bit of a tire fire. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. with the continuity, I got to. The division they're in, their offensive line is like a train wreck. Yep. So, uh, similar vein, another gruesome leg injury here. 
Uh, Alex Smith, one of the best stories of the offseason so far, getting cleared to return to football. Do we think he's going to get a shot to play somewhere at any point this year? Mm. So wait, he's the third string quarterback on the Washington yeah, football Yeah, depending on how you right look now. at it, yeah. I don't know why this is coming to my I think he's going to go to the Raiders. The Raiders. I think Gruden hates Daniel Carr. Uh, Dave, yeah, uh, Carr. David Carr. Da- David Carr? Daniel Carr. Derek. Derek, Derek Carr. Yeah. <laughs> David Carr is his brother. I always, yeah, I always call him DC. Um, Jesus Christ, that looks bad. Uh, Derek Carr, yeah. So I think he's I – think, I think Gruden doesn't like uh, Derek Carr as a starter, and I think Alex Smith – will well, entice him and Gruden loves a quarterback. Do you know who their backup is right now? Yeah, it's uh Nate Peter. Yeah. Nate Peter. So Yeah, if if Carr goes down, if he has a bad start, maybe Smith is there. Um I think his best I just have a weird feeling about the Raiders. I don't know. It, yeah. it actually it That really does make is, a lot of sense. It's coming out of nowhere. That makes like, a lot of sense to me. I just um, yeah. I think although I do think his best shot might be to start might be in Washington. I don't know because if they're a team that's out of it, at the end, I could see them doing the Bridgewater thing that uh, I think Minnesota did it a couple years ago when they were Don't out. They have Mariota. The ra- yeah, you're right. Yeah, the but he's too. hurt. He's is hurt. He like out for the season. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I, right. I know Peter. Peterman is their backup do, right now because Mariota. But I do hurt. think that Gruden will be enticed by Alex Smith. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just think when you look at, I think the Vikings did this a few years ago when Bridgewater came back. The last game of the year, they were out of it. They gave him a shot. They just let him start, so he like his comeback was complete. Um. And I think like the the Washington football team is going to do nothing this year, right? Like they're going to the, that team it's is like going to be they're going to like get, it's like let's see what Dwayne Haskins. Can yeah, do. speaking of tire fires, that team is going to be brutal. And I think if they're out of it at the end, why not just throw throw your team a bone and give Alex Smith the start? It's a nice uh, story. Nice PR. He doesn't even have to play the full game, but just especially for a team that's been like a PR nightmare the last exactly the last year. Yeah. Well, fucking thirty yeah. years, but like especially the last and year. Ron Rivera does seem like the kind of guy that is cognizant of that kind of stuff to me too. Like he seems like he would know the positive PR that would come mm-hmm. from doing that. Uh, so six. Anything more on that, Mike? No. All right. Who will be the biggest surprise? The biggest pleasant surprise in the NFL this year? They can be, this can be a player or a team. Joe Burrow and the Bengals are. I love that. Doing it. I I believe in Joe Burrow. I'm an LSU fan. Um, like, uh, what do you mean doing it? They're gonna do it. Like what? <laughs> like, like I mean, you're, you're make, they make the playoffs? No, no. They're gonna surprise. They're just gonna like the Bengals were well, like, like I don't like. Well, I'm expecting. I'm saying they're like a six and ten team. Is that what you think they're going to go much better? I think they'll go 500 and miss the playoffs. Okay. I think they'll go eight and eight. I I believe that if you give Joe Burrow the weapons and like, and they obviously, obviously it is a new, it's a new system that he has to go in during the pandemic. And that's very tough, but they have AJ green. Hopefully will be healthy. One of the best slot receivers, most underrated slot receivers in Tyler Boyd. Mm -hmm. You have, T. Higgins, you have an absolute burner in John Brown. And John you have Ross. John Ross, fucking John Brown. I, I got the bills on the brain. Um, John Ross, and you have Joe Mixon. So it's like his LSU offense was like you had a good slot guy, Justin Jefferson. You had your burner slash all around, like all around unbelievable wide receiver in Jamar Chase. That's AJ Green. You have uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, just like Joe Mixon. Like, I. I just feel like if their defense can play just, like, marginally better than last year, I think I am very comfortable handing and Joe Burrow the keys and giving him all the con- all my confidence because I watched him last se- last year in the SEC, and it was fucking crazy. They're going to be a fun team to watch this year because yeah. they're going to have 
a bad defense and a really good, or maybe not a really good offense, but they're going to have an offense with tons of talent and tons of weapons. Potential. So, a lot yeah, of a lot of potential, too. Offense. They're pr- Outside of A.J. Green, it's a pretty young team, too, yeah. offensively. So that's my take. Uh, another big thing for them, Top too. Top division. Yeah. Uh, Jonah Williams is coming back, their first-round pick from last year. He tore his, I believe it was his labrum last offseason, so he missed all of last year. So they... This is such a sports cliche, but they have basically this year they have two first round picks. Their first round pick from I last like year's that. coming back, and so their first true. overall quarterback's coming back. So, so. True. you say that's the definitely the best division in the AFC. I think so. It's the best. It might be the most exciting division when you think about the. That might be the best division in. I guess the NFC West is probably the best division in the league. But yeah, that's definitely the best division in the AFC, like top to bottom. It is now for sure. Yeah, it's it's. Exciting, I would say too. When you look at Baker, you got Baker Mayfield. You got two of the last four first overall. We just look at like with, with Roethlisberger back. Like the Steelers are You're always right. yeah. like, oh, don't forget about the Steelers. Yeah. And like they are usually they're good. Yeah. I think like, they're gonna be really good. Uh, then obviously the Ravens and then the Browns. The hype didn't work last year, but there's still a lot of talent on that team. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah who's yours, Mike? Call. So. The uh, the 2005 draft was a guy taken 24th overall. Oh, he's doing it, <laughs> and he remembers. He can list you the 23 guys who were taken before him. This guy holds grudges, yeah. right? He he, he also he, throws the ball away all the time, <laughs> safely away. I know. <laughs> he was unimpressive last year in a new system, um, and everyone's been talking about this team went 13 and three, but they were. Uh, eight no in one score games. They got absolutely dummied in the playoffs. They can't stop the run. They didn't do much to remedy any of those things in the off season. <laughs> Big story, of course, of their off season was them taking Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers has openly talked about how he was shocked. He never really say he was mad, but he said he was shocked. I think it's not unreasonable to say this could be his last year as a Green Bay Packer. Really? You're going to go with so, that? I don't know. No. Ta- I don't know I'm if you not... said this. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers, by the way. I don't yeah, know if, yeah. you, if you mentioned Everyone that. Everyone knows. Okay. Everyone knows. <laughs> I'm not saying that, but I'm saying it's not like – it wouldn't be insane. Mm-hmm. Like, he's he's not finishing his career as a Packer now. No. So, would you define so. them as a pleasant surprise, or are you talking about well, Aaron Rodgers being the no, surprise? No, no, no. I, well, I'm, well, I don't think – most people are pegging them as like an 8-8 eight eight team this year. I don't think so. Yeah. Dude, they went to the they went to the conference finals last year. Okay. Well, then maybe maybe – then if you still think they're going to be that good, what do you, where, like, where would you, think I don't think they'll, they'll be that, that I don't I, think they'll be that good, but I don't think they'll surprise anybody. I think by they're being a, competitive. I think they're a fringe playoff team. So I'm, yeah. And I think that's what most people have them pegged as, but I'm saying, I think Aaron Rodgers has an MVP caliber. I'm not saying he wins the MVP. Question number nine. Saying he has an MVP caliber season. There's two, there's guys who are Mahomes, Lamar Jackson are on another level. He's not going to win the MVP, but he's in the conversation. He, he's, the best quarterback in the NFC this year. I know Russell Wilson exists. And the Packers, they don't go 13-3, and three, but they have another really good year. They're one of the top teams in the NFC. Okay. Because I think most people have them pegged as like a fringe, maybe not even making the playoffs team. Mm-hmm. So that's my pleasant surprise. And yeah, it's a that's the team I cheer for, so maybe it's a little a bit little biased. Bit, yeah. So my pleasant surprise, I don't know that this is necessarily a surprise, but when you look at the division that this team plays in, I think it is. I'm going to take the Arizona Cardinals, and I think they're going to be a playoff team. because yeah, That's probably the best division in football. Yeah, oh, for sure. Bottom. Yeah, I think Actually, for sure probably, it is. Like, definitely is. Uh, when you, so you got Kyler Murray, first overall quarterback, finally settled in, finding his uh, rhythm. You got him a number one receiver for the first time in his young career, and he's – well, he had he had Larry. 
he still has Larry actually, yeah. which is crazy. Um, so yeah, I, think, I just I think, think they're going to be a I good team. I think Kyler Murray's going to be really good. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Um, yeah, DeAndre Hopkins is top three receivers in football, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So you got a young quarterback. He's got all the weapons. Uh, the defense. That defense is pretty good too. So yeah, that's my team. Uh, question number seven. Did he say what was his? The Bengals. the Bengals. Oh right, yeah, I forgot. Uh, what Blacked team? Out. What team will be the biggest disappointment? I'm gonna take this one first. This kind of goes a little bit with what we were talking about last year or yeah. last couple questions ago. I'm gonna go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, I, I I have the same thing. <laughs> yeah, then we like, can talk about it. We've already I mean, we've already yeah. So we'll just touch on this again. Like it was they, yeah, so much hype, a lot of turnover. It's just things are gonna be really difficult for them this year. I think like they, it's. They could be the best team in football. Like I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility, but I think it is more likely than NFC, not that maybe they're maybe best team in the NFC. That they're a huge Dude, disappointment. The 49ers are so good. Uh I think the Saints are the the team uh, in the NFC. Yeah, the NFC is really good this year. Uh Nothing changed to that 49ers you can just, team. Nothing. Buccaneers. They lost Breida, like Matt Breida. And uh That's it. And and the they replaced Buckner? DeForest Buckner yeah. with the with Kinlaw in the um, first round. Like nothing I don't I, I don't know, sorry. I, who's I your biggest know. disappointment? Uh the Cowboys. Cowboys? Yeah. Um, after CD Lamb got picked, everybody's like hailing their offense as like some like unbelievable, like some unbelievable team that like is going to be unstoppable. Um, they've been saying these things for years. The Cowboys are always overhyped every single year. They're over. Yeah, they have a new coach now though. Yeah, and he doesn't inspire me to like pick them either. Like Ma- Mike McCarthy is not like some like game breaker in my opinion. Like I I don't know. I just I. I keep seeing them like on like ESP like ESPN like power rankings. It's just like Cowboys top ten. Like no, like I don't like. Where's the proof? They lost two two of their two of their like they have one of the best offensive line in football last year. They lost two of them, two of their guys. They lost their right tackle and they lost their center. So is it gonna be just as good? I don't think so. Offensive lines need time to gel. Yeah, you like look you're, at like you're their, adding two. They're, you're adding two new guys. Sure, you added CD Lamb. You have a little bit more firepower. There's, but like I just, I don't think I, I just don't think that they're gonna be as good as people think they are. I think they're gonna disappoint a lot of people because a lot of ignorant cowboy fans are out there, and they're gonna be disappointed because they're not gonna be as good as they think they are. And that's I'm, it. That's my take. I'm looking at their depth chart right now, and that I haven't heard of three of their five offensive linemen, which is rare for that team. Can't like right tackle Cameron Irving. I never heard of that guy. That's Joe, the, that's their replacement. Joe Looney is their starting center. Never heard of him. That's a replacement. Connor Williams is their starting left guard. I'm telling you, I've been never looking. I've been looking uh, into this. They are going to. They're going to surprise in a bad way. Like it's. They're not going to be as good on offense as as people think. Another big Zeke, thing. Zeke scares me for fantasy owners out there another big thing for them too you didn't touch on there byron jones left in the offseason for yep. miami that was their number one yeah, corner. they replaced him with uh with Diggs, yep. trevon Diggs, and 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 he's a rookie corner that didn't get an offseason and rookie corners it takes corners sometimes it takes corners a while too and you need to be able to practice in the system yep. like and they um, haven't been able to so they I, also brought I think back the cowboys are the cowboys are going to disappoint they also brought back alden smith in the offseason who's i think he's that guy is a game breaker when he's yeah. when he's focused on playing football and he's on the field, not mm-hmm. suspended. So the one thing he, that they have 30, going for 32 years old is the Bills. Too. Well, and they have four, like they have two of the t- five worst teams in the league in their division. Yeah. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. They have four layup games. Yeah. Um, 
question number eight. They were losing those games last year. <laughs> like, let's get real. Yeah. Who, and they're worse. Who is your pick for rookie of the year? I have an idea that me and Aaron are going to have the same pick here. But I Well, do you have they you... go offensive rookie of the year and defensive okay. rookie of the year, don't they? Yeah, you're right. They if do. If anyone doesn't pick, like, is anyone not going to pick Chase Young for defensive rookie of the year? No, that's a good one. Uh, uh, Jeff Okuda could have something to say about that, though, I would think. I make it a – my hot take is that Chase Young breaks the uh, – Javon Curse's 1999 record, 14 and a half sacks by a rookie. He breaks that this year. And I'm going to – The one thing that's going to hurt him, though, is that game flow because that team, they're going to be losing a lot of games. So how many teams are going to be But I am a, saying a offensive lines are going to be a mess because yeah. of the situation we're in, and he's going to feast. Mm-hmm. That team's going to be shit. But he's going to be exciting to watch. Offensive, I'm assuming you guys are both going to say the same thing. Yeah, I will say Clyde Edwards-Hilaire wins offensive That's rookie a good of the call. year. Yeah, you saw like they they how Damian was, Williams Williams kind of unlocked. He got unlocked at the end of last oh, year, just in time for it not to count for my fantasy team. And right that, now they know what they can do with a dangerous back. Yeah. So he's going to have a monster year. Joe Burrow, I do think is going to be good, but I think it takes quarterbacks. To, I don't think he's going to be setting the league on fire uh, immediately. Another like running back. This is a more of a fantasy thing, but running backs in an Andy Reid offense are always dominant too. So he's going to put up numbers whether or not he's actually being productive. Um, I'm going to go with Burrow just because you touched on a lot of this earlier. He's got all the weapons you could ask for except for maybe a tight end. He doesn't have a top-tier tight end, but he's got a great pass-catching running back. He's got two... He didn't have a top-tier tight end at LSU either. Top... uh, Randy Moss Jr. isn't... No, he he didn't even get drafted. Um... He's got. He's well. He's returning, isn't he? he, he no. No, he oh. declared and he he went undrafted. Uh they've got. Oh. Yeah, they've just got like AJ Green's one of the best receivers of the gen, of the last generation. He's kind of been a band aid recently, but he's just got. He's, he's gonna have good. tons of talent. He's he's got all the opportunity you could want. Uh, and he's gonna have to throw a lot because they're gonna be losing a lot. Um, who do you guys think will win MVP this year? I didn't give my answers, but oh, you're gonna go with. CEH though, weren't you? I was Based. going to, but maybe I'll change it. All right, what do you got? Um, fuck. Um, I was. I, I'm gonna say, say what you think. I'm gonna say. I'm like. It's probably gonna be Clyde, but I really like Jerry Judy, and like I also think that Drew Locke is gonna shock a lot of people this year. I think he has a lot of talent around him, and before Joe Burrow broke the SEC touchdown record, do you know who held it? I'm going to guess Drew Locke. Yeah, and he played for Mizzou, who had, like, no weapons. So give this guy some weapons. Give this guy some uh, an opportunity. He was pretty good towards the end of last year. I'm going to say Jerry Judy, just for the sake of being different, I'm going to say Jerry Judy does very well in that offense this year, and maybe he squeaks out the offense rookie of the year. All right, who who's your guys' pick for MVP? Russell Wilson. Oh, that's a good call. I I think, like, just don't overthink this one. Like, if he doesn't get hurt, it's Mahomes. Yeah, I would say Mahomes, too. Russell Wilson has... Wilson's a good call, though. Tyler Lockett. He has DK Metcalf in the second year, um, and he got Greg Olson and Will Disley as his... Mahomes has more. I I understand that, but I'm I'm just saying Russell Wilson... Has he won an MVP yet? Never won an MVP. Yeah, that helps him, too, I think. Never won an MVP. If Russell Wilson wins it, does he accept the award or does he give it to God? I think he probably gives it to God. He's Mr. Unlimited. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, have you seen those videos? Uh, I, yeah. Like, I, I think seen all of it's them, fair to say, like, fuck Russell Wilson. <laughs> no. He's my fantasy That guy is a, is a goomba. Those videos are nuts. Oh, they're brutal. Well, yeah. that's, that's the classic case of, like, 
Nobody ever tells this guy, like, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's like the Garth Brooks thing. Yeah. Ciara's got to step the, in. It's the literally, Ciara. literally. It's like, it's like this guy's surrounded by a bunch of yes men, and they're like, dude, you are Mr. Unlimited. You should put this out well, on the on the Instagram, on Twitter. Do you think he thinks that those are cool? Yes. 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 <laughs> or or you seen, maybe he thinks they're, like, inspiration. But also, haven't you seen what he who he was before he met... His yes, wife? Yes. He's a nerd. Yeah. Like yeah. he's a dork. Yeah. Like that's just like it's, he's 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 a dork painted with like cool kid makeup. That's like what he is. He's yeah. a dork with a lot of talent. Have you ever yeah. seen any of that the Garth Brooks thing on Netflix? I There's have like not. A, so he, it's he, Russell Wilson has that kind of thing where everything that Garth Brooks says is like he thinks he's, he's like, trying to be like make it like an inspirational quote. Like yeah. everything's like, oh, I just remember. Sitting back here, and I broke down. <laughs> yeah, like every, everything, and then it's at the, the most end, intense. Thing. I realized I need to go on a nationwide tour <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> and it's like he's you were trying, gonna do that anyways. He's like, like it's a, not lame, broke down a lame Matthew McConaughey. Like Matthew McConaughey does that too, but it sounds cool when he does. Because he is cool, <laughs> yeah, that, like, and Russell's not. Like, That's I'm the dri- difference. Driving in my Lincoln. Yeah, and he's just <laughs> and he's got long pants and flip flops on, and he's got his Texas Longhorns hat on, <laughs> and he's just cool. He's like, just a cool guy. guy. Anyways, all right, all right our final one. our final question from the forefront here. Uh, give us your Super Bowl predictions. Who will win over who? Okay. Hey, hey. Do you want me to go? <laughs> yeah, if you want to go first, go first. I'm gonna say they have a, they don't have it as successful of a regular season. Teams adjust to Lamar Jackson, but they they go like ten and six. They disappoint a little bit in the regular season, but they they beat the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, and then they go on to beat Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints Ooh. in the Super Bowl. Lamar Jackson. Does what Mahomes did last year, follows up an MVP year with a Super Bowl win. Baltimore Ravens. There is nothing more Buffalo Bills <laughs> than winning the Super Bowl when you when there's no fans. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> there's, That's true. There's nothing That's more said Bills about the Leafs. ever that for that to happen. So you know what? Buffalo Bills beat Tom Brady and the Bucks. <laughs> In the Super Bowl. Where is the Super Bowl this year, though? They'll probably be, no yeah, it's probably in Florida. They'll probably be a packed house. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're saying they beat Tom Brady? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's go, Buffalo. I'm going to go similar vein to Mike. A little bit different. I'm going to say the Seattle Seahawks beat the Baltimore Ravens in the Super Bowl. Russ Wilson, Russell Wilson wins the MVP, like Aaron suggested. Oh, man. The west coast of Canada is going to be pumped yeah. for your pick. <laughs> your hometown. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Russell Wilson is going to have his crowning moment. He's going to win another Super Bowl. He's going to win an MVP, and it's all going to go to God. Wow. Big year for God. Uh, Pretty much every year, I guess, is a This is a bad God. year for God. God's being mean. <laughs> yeah, man, Russell's giving, he's giving him back to him. Before we wrap up the, the NFL talk here, anyone have any bold predictions they want to get out there just on the record before the season starts? I think I made a couple. I said Chase Young's going to okay. gonna break this rookie sack That's record. That's bold. Aaron Rodgers will be in the MVP conversation. That's bold, too. I I was... Bill, I was his Bills, Bills winning the Super Bowl is pretty bold. bold. My yeah. bold take, this is... Another homer pick here, but I think A.J. Green's going to refine his form than he had early on in his career. He's finally healthy again. I think he would have played at the end of last year if anything mattered. He's finally got Joe Burrow. I'm trying to figure out how to word this. He's got more you want to hear of a deep ball option than Andy Dalton did. Dalton could never really throw the ball down the field that well. Burrow has the ability to do that. Do you guys want to hear an absolute scalding hot yes. take? Yeah, do it. 
Always. Matt Stafford is up for the MVP that's, at uh, the end of the season. Ooh. I don't think, yeah, that's pretty hot, but I don't think it's like that insane. He, he one, is good. Weeks one through nine last year. He that was means the Lions pace, have to be good, though. He was on pace for MVP, and then he got... He got injured. The hotter part of that take is not saying Stafford's good. It's saying the Lions have to yeah. be good. The team mm-hmm. needs to be good. They don't but even need to be I good, though. I think their though. defense is so bad that he's going to have to sling. they got to make the playoffs to, for him to be in the NBA. Yes, but they don't like. But they could be like a 9-7 and seven yeah. team, and he's like dragging he's them He's going to have to sling with how bad that uh, defense is. That's the way I look at one it. One more I'm going to throw out there. The, Cle- the Cleveland Browns will make the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. I think it's not They're within. They're going to do it? It is not within or it's not out of the realm of possibility that the Pittsburgh Steelers are a tire fire this year. I think that there is a chance that happens. They could be the worst team in that but division. But they were decent with You're right. no quarterback. You're right. I just think Tomlin's just a good coach. He's but, a un, he's he's like the most underrated coach yeah. in the league. The other thing the other side of you, that though. You don't you hate the Steelers. You're right, I Tomlin's do. never had a losing season. It's crazy. But ever. So yeah. ever. Brandon. What I'll say though is with the way their <laughs> offense was last year, they catered to what Mason Rudolph and I can't even remember the other guy's name. Oh, Hod, Hodges? Oh, Hodges. Bach Hodges, yeah. <laughs> Duck. Duck. I want like they Duck. catered to what they could do, whereas this year I think Roethlisberger is going to do what Roethlisberger does, and I think there's a and chance. And they he, always go twelve and four listen, when he I, does that. I think there's a, he's old now. Like he's older. Yeah. I, he, had, he just had Tommy it's John the, surgery. I, it's a Spurs thing, though. Like, yeah. I wait. I have to see them not be. You're good right, but I'm just saying I'm this is this is good. within the realm of possibility to where he doesn't have it anymore, but they have to let him do what he does, and it's just a disaster. Sure. Yeah. Let's get into some Jays talk. Yeah, so we gotta we gotta be quick here because we're already at an hour twenty. So we gotta be quick on the last couple things here. Well, the Jays have been on a roll. Mm-hmm. We have, I think, we have the second most wins in the uh, the month of August since. So since uh, August seventeenth, August four. Yes, one of those dates. We have next to the Dodgers. We've won the most games, and, I think and we've scored the most runs in that stretch. The crazy thing too is you look at how they've played themselves out of games too. How many times they've beaten themselves throughout this like getting guys picked off it's like, like if they were like if they didn't make those stupid like young mistakes they'd be the best team in the league yeah they'd be like third yeah. maybe have the same record as the dodgers probably well the dodgers are fucking crazy um, they are yeah. out of control. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like 30 and 12 or something like, okay guys relax they play the yankees again tonight sorry just to hash they this don't out. play they don't play tonight all right yeah. they finally have an off day uh, past the Yankees now. Yeah. Speaking of the Yankees, that 10-run inning was insane. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. And I'm so happy to watch Yankees fans just score. And I think the like, Yankees players, too. Uncomfortable. Yankees players just fully embracing their role as heels, too, complaining mm-hmm. about the lights at Salem Field. Unbelievable. That, like, I love a good heel. I hate the Yankees, but I love the move. Just, like, get lit up for 10 runs yeah. and then complain. Ah, oh, we couldn't see the signs. Yeah, like, we couldn't either. Like the, every, there was yeah. even, like, people were claiming that, like, the Jays were pulling, like, like Astro signs, shit. Yeah. Like, they're, yeah. they're just hitting everything. So, yeah, because we're good. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're throwing meatballs. Yeah, That's why everything's good. getting tattooed. But, like, I love the I love the light take because it's like, what, do we not have yeah. to deal with yeah. the lights, Has too? Like, every other team that's played there yeah. this year not had the same yeah. lights? It's so, a good heel move. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it's a great, great heel move. move. <laughs> just grab their eyes. Ah, can't see anything. Uh, big blow, though. Rowdy Telez out for the season. Yeah, that Tay Oscar. Oh, he's a locker room guy. Tay Oscar's not, not no, done for the season. Term, but, but the one thing, to, this is... I think Bo's going to be back A soon, bit of a though. silver lining, though. The one thing that uh, Telez being out, it allows them to have a good defensive outfielder or a good defensive shortstop. It lets you... You can move guys around, and it actually lets you improve your defense a little bit. And you do miss his bat, obviously, by having, like, um, Derek Fisher or uh, Santiago Espinal in the lineup. That is clearly 
uh, a drop off from Telez, but the defense, the improvement on defense, kind of mitigates that a little bit. I've been getting uh, some similar vibes this this Jays team as like the Raptors in the regular season, where like Ken Giles goes down, mm-hmm. Romano goes down, Shoemaker goes down, Bo Bichette goes down, Pearson, Pearson, and they Shoemaker, just you said Shoemaker, yeah, sorry. they just keep winning. Like they they it's just like next man up, let's do it. We just keep rolling off wins, and then now with Tay Oscar and Telez, they're gonna have to keep that going. Mm-hmm. I think Bo's supposed to be back. Like so he played shortstop last Pearson's, night. Pearson, uh, yeah. I don't know if it's soon, but I know I think he's throwing. They did say Pearson when he comes back, he's gonna be out of the bullpen though. That's fine. Uh, Giles, I like the way we're running this team. Like we have we had Ross Stripling come out of the bullpen last night. Mm-hmm. That was like that was like usually he's a starter. Yeah. Like we just they, have so much flexibility they have that, the ability to just staff. like run the who we need, want to run yeah. yeah like you don't even need starters yeah. you have like ryu and then taiwan walker, taiwan walker and after that you those can are your run two starters and roark actually i guess starts too uh did roark only did four innings. did you see what he said about he that mad. he was pissed, pissed. Yeah. he said that's horse crap i think was the direct yeah. quote so that's he not Phil, ideal. He went Phil Rivers. Because he had uh, two. That's horse feces. He, he'd, only given up, <laughs> he'd only given up two runs through four innings, and they yanked him. He was not overly thrilled about yeah, that. But then, but they, then they, they're then doing they got the, smoked the, after you, that. You don't go through the uh, The third. order the third time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another guy adding to that pitching depth, a guy who looked brutal at the beginning There's of the two year. two guys, actually. Another guy I want to add to your list here. But go ahead. So are you thinking Dolis? Yeah. So they had, and Yamaguchi. They've two, both been really good. Two guys that struggled a bit early on, too. Uh, Dolis has been lights. Like, he's the only guy now at the back end of that bullpen you really feel confident in? Or he's the guy at least you feel the most confident in at the back end who's healthy right now pitching? And I think you I think you said this on here that guys who come from Japan, it's a different ball. Yeah. So these guys both came from Japan last year. They both pitched in Japan so last year. So maybe, maybe they've just figured it out yeah. and they're actually, they're just really good. That would, <laughs> like yeah, that's... that would, that would hold up, I would think. Again, like we have an overwhelming amount of pitching depth. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Which is not a bad problem to have at all. Not at all. Nope. So it's actually nice. Like I don't, I don't remember a Blue Jays team where I'm like, like we usually are have good bats because like we're in a yeah, hitter friendly park. Even those years when like the Donaldson yeah, Batista, I was like, it was like, I was like our, the one thing I'm worried about. Our is bullpen our, yeah. and like was always kind of the rocky mm-hmm. part of the team. That's why we lost to Cleveland is because we couldn't keep up with their bullpen. Well, their yeah. bullpen was like that was fucked. Yeah, but that's like you know what I mean. Yeah, like, Andrew we, Miller would throw four we innings felt, a night. We felt inferior yeah. in yeah. the pitching yeah. department more often than we like now I don't. Like I, I don't I feel like we don't. Um, um so think, let's go to our our uh predictions. Let's 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 okay. update people on our predictions. Yeah. Um the Blue Jays as we sit right now are twenty four and nineteen. So that's thirty that's thirty three So they've won more games than that's forty that's forty three games. There's seventeen games left. Okay. Okay. For Mike to be for for Mike to be right, to in be the bang se- on yeah to be bang on oh, yeah, in I'm the in the that. seventeen games yeah, we have to lose fourteen fourteen of them yeah so I have to go three and fourteen yeah for Mike to be correct yeah but on the opposite we have to go fourteen and three for wow. me to be correct <laughs> for me to be correct so it's like an equal yeah wow yeah all right so and I'm out and Brandon's out. Because Brandon was Mr. Negative as per usual. So it's basically like if they, go, if they go over 500 the rest of the way, you win the belt. Yep. If they go under 500, I win the belt. Essentially, and I think. What yeah. if they yeah. go 500? I might. I think I still win if, if we go f- exactly 500. 30. That, what would that be? They have, that would be 34. 
Yeah, I would win. Yeah, Aaron would win. Yeah, okay. So, because I'm 30, for everybody who hasn't seen, my prediction in 60 games was 38 and 22. I was very positive. I got roasted when I made the when I made it. You guys were like, oh, the homer. I don't know if you got roasted. Yeah, you, just you, got, got, like, you gave me a little yeah. flack. No, did. I think his, his was more insane. Yeah. Like, you you went off the rails. Yeah. Like, I don't think any team I was in a bad mood, right? Things were stressful. You were, ba- you were yeah. in a bad mood. You were like, yeah, the hitting angles for you're already <laughs> You're already mathematically eliminated. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, no. Yeah. I'm they, math- it, mathematically eliminated from. I think I can. If they lose out, I think I still No, because they no? have 24 wins. Yeah. I picked 27. Oh, if yeah. They fuck, lose I'm the out. rest yeah. of the games. So, you still lose. All right. I'm out. So, we'll bring this up. Everybody who doesn't know, this, these, these picks are for this belt right here. Whoever has the best or closest uh, season prediction record for the Blue Jays. We'll win the belt and we'll be the honorary, like the inaugural champion of the Name on the Front podcast. But we are starting this right after. We'll also be posting our NFL picks. I'll bring it up again. That will be the next thing the belt is on the line for. Okay. So Total season? Yeah, total season. So from, from the end of the MLB season until the end of the NFL season, that belt will be on the line and we will have our champion. Okay. That will be his reign. Yeah. So my reign will be, <laughs> how long is that? What, four months? Five months? Yeah, it's a long yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. Until like yeah. January, yeah. December. And maybe, and you guys, you know what? Throughout, you guys can challenge me <laughs> if you want. Throw a challenge at me anytime you want on the podcast. He's declaring himself the <laughs> yeah. champion already. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a heel. <laughs> I got it. I'm the champ. I'm the, I'm the unofficial champ. So... But yeah, all seriousness, I kind of like the I kind of like the idea of like like active challenges. So like my reign is five months, but I can lose it if I get bold. Right. You know what I mean? Like if you guys are just like, we're gonna put it all on this weekend, like these picks this weekend. If I beat you in these picks, I'm challenging you for the belt because I think your picks suck, and I have to accept it. So you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like I kind of like that. I li- I like having it active because if it's just, I'm just the if I, me or Mike are just the champs for five months and there's nothing. Well, that's really. why I thought we were doing the, you have to defend it every month. We could do that. Yeah. We could do that too. We'll but talk it like, through. What, we need to I like a spontaneous it. challenge. Because then it's like, what are we, we have to put yeah. something on the line for the yeah. NFL picks yeah. as well. I like a spontaneous challenge. We'll figure it out. So, but at the end of the NFL picks, whoever wins that gets the belt. But okay. there will also be spontaneous challenges throughout. Um, so... Leafs, do we want to just maybe just keep this brief? There's a few brief. things here. Yeah. I don't even need, we need to talk about this. But we mentioned last week, uh, you think you said everyone come with one player, one non-Leaf who's most likely to be a Leaf. Do we get in? Do we not do that? We, like, said, I, like, he specifically said, let's bring one next week. Oh, okay. We talked about it a little bit. Do you want to just, do you want to just brush that off? Like, we can, I think we maybe can just skip Leafs this week. Yeah. Wayne Simmons, maybe a little. Yeah. Like, yeah. That was a little bit weird. Eh? He's just basically. Openly... I like that. He seems like the kind of guy we need. He would be a good fourth line, right winger. Yeah. For he's got to, he's got to take 700 grand and he's got to play on the fourth because yeah. we have too much right winger. Yeah. He's got to so, take. So a um, little bit of grit or mm-hmm. anything you like what like the team still left. Anything you want to talk about? Uh, um, I think this uh, Tampa Islander series has been awesome. 
I loved watching Tampa finally like open the floodgates. Get, yeah, just like their offense is just what people expect. Yeah, they and look then, they look like they're like locked. Last in. night, yeah, that ending was so fun. Like yeah. I didn't watch it, but I know seven seconds scored, left. Yeah. Did you see John scores. Cooper on the bench too? He was like, like just I've never seen he an NHL character. coach like yeah. Sally that harsh. Yeah, like he was. I love that. Yeah. I love breaking the uh, the mold. Like you just tell, he was just so mm-hmm. excited. Yeah, after that heartbreak last year. Because because in the first game, Tampa got away from what I mean. Sorry, the Islanders got away from what they do, which is just like stingy, like like piss you off, like defense, mm-hmm. and then like just always capitalizing on the opportunities that they get, which is like the most frustrating thing. That's like how Boston plays. It's like just the most frustrating as an opposing fan. It's the most frustrating thing to watch your team have to go through. Columbus plays like that. Yeah. Right? It's just like, it's so good. You're so well coached. And then for them to break through that with an 8-2 win, and then ha- and then the Islanders be able to lock back in, and then you, like, finally break through it with seven seconds left, I think that's what John Cooper's, like, reaction was from. Yeah. It was just, like, that relief. Like, fuck, I thought we were going to lose that. And then your your boy Joe Pavelski's in locked in a one one uh, series. He's got a shot at a ring. You know, Joe's gonna get his ring. I think. So. I'm I'm on the Dallas train on the other side. That's who I like. I, I like from ben. the beginning. I like I like Ben. I like Sagan. I'm obviously still on Tampa because I think Tampa's gonna win the yeah. cup. But yeah, yeah. fuck Vegas. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, Not right. as a place. Just yeah, as a I love team. the town, the city, but like I, I don't like the fact that they're only three years old. Uh, quickly, what did you guys? What did you make of? Um, Joe Novak Djokovic like hitting the ball at the line judge and then he's out of the tournament yeah like my problem is I didn't see the game yeah I saw just the clip so like I don't know how pissy he'd been the whole time or like he clearly wasn't aiming at them no but but everything I've seen all the narrative that I've seen around it was just like he was just being pissy and he smacked the ball he's had a He's had a tough year. He doesn't have a, he's, he's done a lot yeah. of stupid shit. A but tough public yeah. reception, public so you know perception what? year. I liked it because Shapovalov had to play the winner of that game, but then he lost anyways. Yeah. So um, it's like I'm kind of like you're. We're robbed of like Djokovic being Djokovic now. Yeah. Uh, that's just. I think that which kind of sucks. So that is a black and white rule, though. If you if you hit an official with the ball, you're out of the tournament. <laughs> so okay. So so he, that happened to Serena Williams at one point too, I believe. I saw one of the funniest, even recently. though it was a line judge, not a ball boy. I saw one of the funniest takes I've ever seen. Somebody was just like, "We're losing the number one player in the world because this dog person, <laughs> like, <laughs> like playing fetch. fetch. Yeah. <laughs> this dog person can't get out of the way of the ball." Like I was like, "Man, what a funny thing to call somebody, a uh, dog person." <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's a bit of a bigger picture thing too, but Djokovic has done a lot of damage to his public. Mm-hmm perception and reputation this year i would think with that coupled with the uh the covid party that he threw where he had a party in june and half the people there got covid yeah uh wow. and then he also hates vaccines yeah he's so he's been very right? open about how he will not be taking a covid vaccine if that i happens. mean oh this is the thing i saw in the news too, it was just funny uh <laughs> i just thought of it there's a there's a priest in ukraine who uh has been like telling the like been preaching like throughout the whole pandemic that like everyone was getting COVID it's, it's because of they like embrace homo. They're either homosexual or they embrace homosexuality <laughs> and God's punishing them. And he just got it. <laughs> so love it. Karma. He's, he's got some explaining. Yeah. To do. I yeah. can't wait for that Honestly. speech. Yeah. Um, all right. What if he just turns, he's like, gay people are good now. <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah, my Dude. hypothetical this week is um, what I was re- I mean, like you guys always tell me, don't read Reddit, don't read Twitter. Like <laughs> I like to know what the general public believe, and I know it's a thought. I know it's a an echo chamber and all that kind of shit. But I saw a lot of takes about the refereeing in the Raptors Celtics game that they were just too involved. So I wanted to put it to the table. What sport or like, where, like, Which? I don't know. You guys want to do like what you think, what you think should go to robot referees. I think what, or you, would what, want. You, what you would want and, or what would, what would benefit the most? I, you know what? I like this. What sport would benefit the most from robot referees and what would suffer the most? Okay. Um, okay. Do you like that yeah, one? Let's yeah, let's do that. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'm just so thinking. I think, I think we're all, so we're all human, probably going to have a very... Yeah, so take human I, error I, out of it I, for these sports. We have benefit, a very similar answer. got to be baseball. Yeah, I think baseball is the, the sport that would benefit the most just because it seems like the most black and white. There's yep. a standard rule. Like, if the ball is in this spot, it's a strike. If it's outside of this spot, it's a ball. And, and it I, seems like you could just use the thing that tennis has... Yeah, like the, to the judge. Lie, yeah, yeah the, you the, just could use that, and whether or not it's a strike. And I know there's like baseball purists who say the like, human error of an umpire is part of the sport, but like I kind of like that too. Uh, to, the yeah. rule of the sport, because like, it's part of a skill for a batter to like understand. As long as the strike yeah. zone's consistent, but, but it's that's not supposed to be. Yeah, it's understanding that ump strike zone. The game is supposed and it's part to be, of it. I don't know. The, I like that. The game is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. If a strike ball, is a strike, yeah. and a ball is a ball, and you can I just you like can adjust. Like you could be able to like. If someone's taller, you can adjust yeah. the computerized strike zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I really enjoy like watching a game and watching it play out where it's like, this guy's a really good hitter and he knows that this yeah, guy's calling like, the strike zone. I like that too. A little outside and he, and he, he's, he, he waits on it. It is. Cause he's like, I know that this guy's been calling it this way, even though this is technically a strike. I know he's not calling it a strike and watching him lay off. Or even the uh, pitchers like knowing the active mind, yeah. Pitchers knowing where they can place balls yeah. because the guy's got a like a smaller or a bigger strike zone yeah. that day. I, I like watching the game and watching that kind of like uh, transpire. It I is. like that. I think it's cool. And I I know I know obviously like baseball is the definite answer. Like it is. Mm-hmm. I think it will be one day too. Yeah. Like I think we're not far off from Worst, not being um, NFL. NFL it would ruin it. There's a holding on every play. So if the if you have computers being like that's holding or that's not, yeah, but yeah, where like I just think there would be just way too many penalties. I think um, I think yeah, I think I, I, I think, I think the it would other three ba- out of the big four would all get ruined. Yeah, because I think you can call a foul. I, I think you can find a foul. Yeah. I think you can find a penalty in hockey. I think you can find a flag in football on like out of. Most I think things, hockey right? less so than basketball and football though. Yeah, it dep- well, if a lot of hot- matter of the law, like this. If you're hooking, really searching holding, for it, though, sure. you could yeah. find a penalty. Yeah, sure, but I think less so. Yeah, because um, I think every single play in football, there's a penalty that you could call. It does take a bit of the emotion out of the game that I would miss. I think ultimately, I know it. I need sucks. somebody to blame. Yes, I can't exactly. blame the computer. It, exactly, I'm gonna yell at a robot. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I this mean, I do it. Program? I do it to my computer, yes. and I yell at my phone. The fucking programs, it's fixed. <laughs> They're the using code. The algorithm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Boston hack the algorithm. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine that'll Brad, happen? Brad too. Stevens is a hacker. Yeah, yeah, that's like the next mm-hmm. level. Like, the oh, the Houston Brad. Astros, they, yeah. they got yeah. into the computer. They hired a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> hey, He's no, nerds. no nerds. <laughs> no, no nerds. No nerds. the nerd clause. <laughs> uh, 2060. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's it. Um, <sighs> You know, uh, 
if you uh, if you're watching the NBA playoffs and you feel like you're in heaven, join the boys on Saturday for our takes on Game Seven. Ooh. That one was good. That was. Good. <laughs> yeah. 